There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, historic winter storm will likely uh, lead to impossible travel by Wednesday night, this very evening and early Thursday. But I have a question for you because it's not snowing at all right now. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was supposed to snow overnight last night. I, I, maybe I was wrong about that. But the, the most rain, uh, excuse me, the roast snowfall I can see, it's not going to start snowing again until 2 o'clock. And then for the rest of the eight, uh, 12-hour period, there's like a 40 to 50% chance of snow. That doesn't sound like a big snowstorm to me. I, why would there only be a 40 to 50% chance of snow and then call it a, oh, my God, it's going to be Armageddon. Well, it's tough to make a weather forecast when you're sitting on all those giant bags of money that weathermen make every day. That's true. Why would you actually want to accurately pinpoint the weather when they just hand you dollar bills? That's you know? true. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what the situation Well, let me read this because this, this was a release we got here, ladies and gentlemen. Historic winter storm will likely lead to uh, impossible travel by Wednesday night, early Thursday. Two primary rounds of snow are expected. The first round will diminish by late this morning. Well, it already has. Mm-hmm. Did, but we didn't get five to seven inches, did we? I think some spots. I was probably in, okay. in Richfield was probably about five, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Round two will be more widespread and continuous beginning early Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, they're saying about two o'clock, somewhere in there. Continuing through Thursday morning with additional 9 to 14 inches of snow <laughs> accumulation expected. Total uh, snow accumulations range from 14 to 21 inches. This is expected to reach the top five heaviest snowstorms for many locations. The worst conditions will be Wednesday afternoon through Thursday morning. Heavy snow combined with northeast wind gusts of 45 miles oh an hour. Oh, my God. There's a problem. With the highest wind speeds over western and southern Minnesota. Uh, this will lead to significant blowing and drifting snow with whiteout conditions in open areas. Um, actually, you know, they told me to change that. I know this is, you, you printed this up, Rudy, but uh, they said we can't call it whiteout anymore. It has to be person out. It's uh, a good point. Person out conditions. You know what? This is how we learn and we grow, Tom. <laughs> it's the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, every every kid's book now. We can't say man. We have to say uh, la la. Yeah, I don't... human being. Like, I don't bla- I don't black out anymore. I person of color out. Oh yeah, see, God! There yeah, I do. Yes. Touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> <It's a> touchdown. <laughs> Give me anxiety. All we do is give, give, give. On I this know show. Mm-hmm. such givers. That's all we do. That's all I'm saying. I mean, the roads are sneaky bad. Like you got to really? watch out for ramps, like certain ramps. Because I was like watching some of the traffic stuff. Ghost just. Take your time. Buffer yeah, in like an yeah. extra little bit. Because as long as you can take your time, it should be fine. But some of those ramps, especially now with the wind coming in, you're going to have that like 
glaze of ice. So. Oh, yeah. No doubt winter storm warning remains in effect until noon central times tomorrow. Heavy snow, additional snow accumulations 13 to 17 inches starting uh, at 2 o'clock this afternoon. As we said, the wind gusts as high as 45 until noon tomorrow. Travel could be very difficult to impossible. Widespread blowing snow could significantly reduce visibility. Some drifts may uh, be several feet deep. Jesus. I know. Several feet deep for, uh, okay. Uh, well, this, uh, Brittany just sent this over to me. Well, you both did, actually, thanks. Walls issues emergency executive orders to National Guard, MnDOT, and State Patrol for storm prep. Uh, the orders requested by Major General Sean Mankey allows the agencies to put equipment and personnel in place to deal with potential rescues and emergencies. St. Paul, Minnesota, of course. Acting on a request from the head of the Minnesota National Guard, Governor Tim Walls on Tuesday issued emergency executive orders uh, while holding a press conference on affordable child care. Walls took questions on preparations for the approaching storm, which has the potential to drop nearly two feet of snow, as we know. So apparently the governor's got his uh, finger on the pulse, so we'll see. I have a question for you, though. Hmm. I, I don't... What do you mean a press conference on affordable health care? There's no such thing. No. What's affordable health care? I have no idea. I have no idea what affordable health care is. What does it even look like? It's Band-Aids and Robitussin. That's it? That's all you, that's all you, you get. Are you kidding me? Good luck getting Robitussin right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean, anything cold and flu right now, you pay oh. three times as much to try to get it somewhere else. I yeah. mean, you can't find that stuff right now. Walked in there with an itch one time on my neck. I'm like, I swear to God, I'm only buying the cold stuff because I have an itch. It's just a cold. That's all it is. I'm That's not scratching because I'm tweaking. I don't need it to make some meth. All I got to do is just get some goddamn Robitussin, lady. I'm telling you. So Gogo had a double ear infection, and they were like, um, you need amoxicillin. And as they're writing up the amoxicillin thing, they're like, oh, side note. There is a supply issue, so good luck finding it. And the anxiety that what? like penetrated this is a couple that's a couple months ago that like overcame my body of like because we don't have that feeling ever of like I can't get the thing I need. But yeah, it's fun. Well, there's a lot of well again, you know, I think twelve bucks for a dozen eggs is not bad. And uh, is there anything all right? That's what I like to because I literally I have to I know for for my job keep my finger on a pulse of what's going on. I cannot watch any newscast. Well, a local newscast I can. But the national newscast, I can watch for about five minutes, and then I have to go away. Um, you know, I pop around and watch all that stuff. And the funny thing is, you go from station to station to station, stream to stream to stream, and there's a 180-degree difference. I know. Or we could go 120, 120, 120, I guess. They have a completely different story of what's really going on. I know nobody. I don't get it. Nobody. It's not financially advantageous to tell the truth. No, it's not. You're right. So. But I, I just don't understand how you could be that different. Well, like, for instance, last, last night, just before I went to bed, I checked in on all the different places. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know why you do that before you go to bed. Like, well, just to make sure there's nothing big going on. Okay. You know, you gotta Get make your sure. heart rate up a little bit. But yeah, there you go. It's called doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the truth. But uh, I got to, to Tucker Carlson. I checked in on his show just uh, before hitting the sack, and he was railing on Don Lemon. He calls him Don Lamone, apparently. <laughs> oh, I was listening to a conspiracy theory about him. About so who? Don Lemon oh, okay. was the one who um, mentioned that women are in their prime in their 20s and 30s. Yes. Past that. And maybe 40s. Mm. Maybe he said 40s. Mm, put them to pasture. <laughs> They're done. Thank you very much. 
I uh, currently am death gripping to my prime, and I can't wait to be done. And you guys put me out on a boat and drift away. But um, there's a theory that he wanted out of his contract. That's and what that's, I heard. That's why he's saying these things. And it kind of makes sense to me because that is the he works with two women on that show. Mm-hmm. And he said that just bold-faced, and now they're claiming they're going to send him to a school or like a lesson or a, a whatever on how to talk about women, some sort of re-education program. We're actually going to send Rudy there as well. Yeah, sure. Just it, because why not cover all of our bases? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be that, or maybe Donna's just telling the truth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because it gets under your skin. It doesn't even get under It's so ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean. However, I do kind of understand what he was saying. No, you don't. Uh, uh, listen, a little <laughs> no, bit. No, you don't. Uh, listen. Hey. He, I know that you were past your prime. Well. But yes. I don't know when your prime was. I didn't know you that well at the time. And so I don't think it was that great anyways. Well, everybody's prime is also a little different. Let's yeah, not forget, because yeah. Lewis Black didn't make it until he was like 53. Right. So everybody's prime is a little different. But if he's talking about physically, if he's talking about... He's not. He's talking about somebody running for president. Right. Oh, I don't, see, this is where the part where I actually kind of agree with him a little bit. Like, oh if he's, my God, but, but I want, Rudy! I want some young blood in there. I want somebody who is. You ir- want a thirty-year-old president? Listen, it's better you than what want, we got now. What is that even like? A thirty-year-old? I don't even trust myself to make like. I barely wonder if I was smart enough to make like a decision on the car I bought. Like, you want a twenty-five-year-old president rolling in there? I don't know. Our president now can't eat ice cream we and ride a, a Schwinn at the same time. Like, need, I want somebody. First off, I have fallen on many a bikes, <laughs> claiming that, that during my prime that you speak of. Secondly, we need to start drug testing before we let you into this building. That is oh. the most insane thing Ooh. I have ever heard. Wh- why is that insane? I don't understand why that would be a problem if because we had somebody who's young. But you don't take men seriously in a role like that. So why the heck are we claiming that we need that sort of prime when you're talking about women? I would like experience, but I also don't want somebody who's old. I just want somebody who's young. It, it, as long as they have good ideas, I don't care what who is, it is. The best for the job is who gets it. But do you find it a little bit suspicious that the this age thing and this prime is coming up and when a woman declares that she is running for president? Mm. Hmm? No? Okay. No, I mean, it it goes with everybody. Like we talked about, everybody's prime is different. I think the people that he is referring to... I maybe kind of took it, I don't know, maybe a little out of context. No, maybe we're like not. Got, it maybe kind of got you a little even, mad you about got, things. literally didn't even know that the story was about somebody running for president. So when you're saying that we're taking it out of context, and, you know, women can do more than create children if that's mm-hmm. the prime line that you're talking about. So I don't know what you're saying. No, I'm just saying that, uh, listen, when it comes to experience, when it comes to sitting behind the desk, I would like to have somebody who's a little longer in the tooth. When it comes to running up the gut with the NFL pigskin, I don't know. I like somebody who's in their 20s. So everybody's prime is a little different. Yeah, if we're talking about me going out for any sort of athletic thing, then you're right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get that. But we're not. Okay, then what are we... Okay, I guess I'm not understanding why it is that a guy can say that women... Listen, if he also said men are also not in their primes, then I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, because there's a lot of guys that tend to fall off a little bit. I just want experience. That's all I want. I want somebody who is experienced. All right. That's all, regardless of their age. All right, Wally's up next. 
<laughs> no, I understand both both your points. Yeah, I mean, when you got a couple of guys in a row that are that are well, ones in their eighties, well, then they're now both in their eighties, aren't they? Yeah, I understand, and I got nothing against people in their eighties or nineties or any of the rest of it. That's that's not what I'm saying. But I, you know, I like that. Isn't it? I think the cutoff is thirty-five to run for president, isn't it? It I, is. I think, yeah. Yeah. So thirty-five years old to. Well, the, the thing that I don't understand about any of this, this, why would you say on the air, unless you're right, that he does want to get fired? I think so. Why would you want to go on the air and say women are out of their prime by the time they're in their early 40s? Right? <laughs> like, I have, I'm death, I've got four what? years left until you guys are saying, get out. You're out, sister. Which is actually sounds lovely at this point. Today. <laughs> Today I'm, it does, yes. After that conversation, I have no problem with that. I think he might have been pulling your leg on one of those. Uh, parts, I think so. But, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's fun to get under your skin. The thing is, I love Rudy. Do I also want to, like, lock that door in that room he's in? Maybe. I never talk to him again. No, I can't do that. Okay. He's a Swifty. I can't be that mad at him. Why don't you follow this person's lead? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. German ballet director formally apologizes for smearing poop in a critic's face. I mean, that's big of him. Hey, Mike, would you make sure there's no poop out there in the lobby? I mean... <laughs> They'll be at each other like yeah. there's no tomorrow. Poop? This is so... The funny that he's like, hey, I'd like to formally apologize for rubbing feces in your face. I have a question. Don't I have to touch the poop in order to rub it in your face? Why would I want to do that? I mean, that's like... If that's your big hurdle, then I'm glad that that is what we're, you know... We yeah. don't have to worry about you doing that to uh, our critics. You don't have to worry much about that at all, but... Uh, I do have to find out, because we gotta, got to take a break here in a second. Or t- oh, you know what? Instead of reading this, let me mention something to you. Um, from the Tommy B rating system, because mm-hmm. I run into people all the time. I was downtown yesterday. It was so nice to be there. You know, one thing i got to be honest with you, growing up in Minneapolis and going downtown as a little boy and all that stuff, um, I did some work for Cambria yesterday out at Audio Ruckus. I love those people at Audio You You work at Audio Ruckus. Karen you? at Audio Ruckus is just a sweetheart. Phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. But looking out those windows, they're on the seventh floor, and watching it snow over the city, it's just, I love that, that scene. Yeah, it's beautiful. The snow falling over a, over a metropolitan area. I just, I do, I love that. I know. And like sometimes if you get like one of the lakes in the view too, yep. and oh, you yeah. just go, the juxtaposition of it all is so beautiful. So I ran into three people yesterday that loved the show already. They wanted to make sure that I, I knew they were listening. They've listened to every minute so far. And just based on that, that's the first day, you know, so I'm not counting friends and all the rest of it. These yeah. are, you know. So we have a, about a 66 share in women. Because two of the three people were women. <laughs> I love that that's like the. That's the new, hey. It's a new rating system. It's probably as accurate as the crap they got on radio now. I mean, now. it can't be not, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it can't be any worse. But no, they were very, they said we, we listen every day. Well, I shouldn't say we because I met them. So, well, two of them I met together, and then one was separate. But uh, they listened listened to to both shows so far. The third show today said they're going to listen. They said they're going to keep on listening to it. They love the fact that we're not just. I think people are going to really, really, really get sick of this. Oh, the Republicans. Oh, the Democrats. I mean, shut up for Christ. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be quiet. You want to disagree? Fine. Just move toward the middle so you're somewhat decent about it. I know. Exactly. God, everybody just loves to harm other people. And you know the people that love to harm other people would never walk up to you and say, let's go. 
Oh, no. No way would they ever do that. No. I mean, the, the comments that you get online about yeah. yourself, they, no one would ever say to your face. And if they would, I would love it. Like, there, it's some of the things that people say are hilarious. And so it's like, I would actually love to engage in that conversation. Oh, but yeah. you're right. Nobody does that. They got to listen. Listen, made my day yesterday. Oh, and you, by the way, Rudy, you'd, you'd like to know this, that uh, one of the women that I met, um, she was wearing three-inch heels, mm -hmm. and she was already 5'11", so she's 6'2". So she's, because I'm wearing flat shoes, she's two inches taller than I am. Stunningly beautiful, very smart, and she's a listener. Fantastic. Yeah, I baby. love it. Now, the guys, they're okay. They're all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's they right. could step it up is all I'm saying. I'm yeah, it's, well, that is true. we got to take a break here. Be right back right after this on Tom Bernard Show. Yeah, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 50 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Find Small Business Calm at uma.com slash radio. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash radio. Need weekend plans? Check out what's happening in your local Lowe's. Weekending at Lowe's gives you and your family the opportunity to make us your weekend destination. Stop by for free workshops, events, and activities for everyone to enjoy. We're getting active with fun local events like our upcoming Lowe's Bucket Ball Challenge and Kids Workshop. Visit Lowe's.com slash events for our full event lineup. Count on Lowe's for all of your home improvement needs. And now, activities in your community with Weekending at Lowe's. Nissan has electric vehicles that excite. They've been perfecting the EV experience since 1947. They know you get an EV because it sparks your imagination. Testing their technology on the Formula E racetrack because they know you don't just get an EV because it's electric. You get an EV because it makes you feel electric. Head to your local Nissan dealer to check out the electrifying lineup and spark your imagination with a test drive of the Nissan Aria or the Nissan Leaf today. Nissan, EVs that electrify. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be back. Oh, by the way, 952-600-2575 is the studio line. You want to give us a call, tell us what's going on. If you're getting some snow already, maybe in the, in the southwest part of the state, 952-600-2575 is the number, so give us a buzz. We'd like to hear from you anyway, but yeah. it's so nice to run into people on the street that have been listening to the first couple of shows, and they're very happy about it, and they just like the fact that we... We are, I mean, this, we're not going to avoid politics completely, but we're not going to focus on it either. And I can promise you one thing, between the three of us and the people we have on this show, nobody's going to hate you because you don't believe what we do. No. I, that whole thing, I've still never understood. You don't believe what I believe, therefore, I hate you. It's exhausting. I, what is that? It's nice to sometimes, I'll tell you what, it's sometimes nice to not even hit those chords because you yeah, go, I yeah. would like this person, but we had this weird inner, I don't know. But I mean, you could go the route that we were talking about and shove feces in somebody's face who gives you well, criticism. Mm -hmm. Well, I yeah. found that story to be hilarious um, in the formal apology of, hey, I'm really sorry. That I rubbed feces in this critic's face. You've never done that. I think it was a German ballerina. It was wild. Like, the whole thing is just 
Why does that not surprise me that it came out of Germany? <laughs> they did come out know. of Germany. It's Little. a ballet director. Yeah, he had to issue a public apology on Tuesday for smearing dog feces in the face of a newspaper critic. So, oh my God, I'm very open and forgiving of everyone except those who use grape jelly. Obviously, the worst jelly of all the jellies. And if you are a grape jelly fan, I don't know if we can break bread. How do you not like grape jelly? It's the worst of all the it's jellies. It's great. It's awful. But like, okay, a bad jelly is still decent. Not, not at all. Really? No. Oh yeah, no. Because like, it is sugar. No, give me, give me strawberry. Give me mixed berry. Every restaurant you go to, every table you sit down, what is it? Grape jelly. Good. It's garbage. Throw it away. Touchdown. <laughs> if you pull out a strawberry rhubarb, is the superior jelly. Let's just say that. Not bad. I do like a good like jalapeno orange marmalade. See, I can't do. Like, I don't want that on, like, toast. Yeah. But, like, I get, there is a there is a realm where that should exist. I don't know if it's toast. Tom, did you ever think in your long, lustrous radio career that we'd be having hot jelly talk on your program? Well, it's better than the stuff I used to hear. <laughs> hot <laughs> jelly talk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, way back Sexy. in the day. So you, I mean, you lightly toast a couple pieces of bread. Yeah. You put a little peanut butter on there. Yeah. Oh. Grape jelly? No. No, I can't do the grape jelly. God, I, that's weird. I like I the strawberry, do. and I like when the like peanut strawberry. butter melts. Oh, yeah. I like oh, a yeah. good, like, soupy peanut butter. Ooh, oh. good band name, by the way. Crunchy soupy peanut butter. Soupy peanut butter. Yeah, good band crunchy name. Crunchy or, or they're creamy? Oh, you always go crunchy. Me too. I, yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is, I can't Another believe. Touchdown. We got to get the cameras in here. Yeah. I cannot believe Another that touchdown. we have three crunchy, because creamy is usually preferred for most people, because, like, is My it? husband wants cream. And most people I know, they they will not accept crunchy. Like crunchy people will accept creamy, but like it won't go the other way. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like most people like creamy. But yeah, oh God, yes. It's because everybody still has like a small child's palate. Yeah. All right, it's three to three. We bring in from Maple Grove, Minnesota, Donald, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? <laughs> it is hard. Creamy. Oh, I see. I love our listeners. Okay, I Don. love our listeners because, Donald, even if you like crunchy, you were going to say creamy, weren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Grape or strawberry that. jelly, Don? Um, I'd have to say strawberry. Yeah, I'm a man. But you don't hate grape. No, no, I don't see, hate grape. That's where I go. Are you sure? Because you, I don't think you can, like... I don't think there's that much difference between them. Mm, I mm. don't know. Too, it's almost like it's too, I don't know, gelatinous, I feel like strawberry jelly is. Yeah. Strawberry has a good texture to it. Yeah. I understand yeah. what you're saying, and I'm going to get back to Donald because he called in, but I understand what you're saying. It, if it's that pasty stuff, I don't like that either. No. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. Ew, no. Donald from Maple Grove, what's, what's new in your world, Donald? Oh, not much. Just going to hit the day, do my route, and try to stay on the road what do you do for a living i drive truck for a living can you tell I us deliver for a, i deliver for triangle warehouse oh, okay i'm a district driver for lennox industries uh where we deliver furnaces and air conditioners you know it's so funny donald my entire career starting 51 years ago truckers were one of my biggest listening audiences always no matter where i was <laughs> I appreciate it. No, no question about it. So you, you had it anywhere special. Now, are you going to hit the road tomorrow, or are you going to be very wary of driving on a day like tomorrow? Well, it depends on where we got to go. Yeah. And um, well, I'm going to come in and just, you know, if there's work to be done, I'll 
just get it done safely and get through it and then just keep going. That's you know? all you can do, yeah. man. Don, your blinker's you on, by the way. I don't know if anybody told you, but <laughs> the blinker is on. It's driving me insane, dude. Blink, 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 blink. Oh, I'm I can help. He's been turning this whole time. That was a big turn, yes. man. So, Don. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I've been listening the last couple mornings here and enjoy hearing you being happy again. I oh, called in last you. week in the, the afternoon show with you and when you were talking about the the dive bars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We love and the dive it bars. Takes, but it's just the laughter I'm hearing, you know, from you, Brittany, and Rudy, it's, it's great. It's, you know, I love listening, you know, and it's loved to, I love hearing you being happy again. Oh, I'm happy to be nice. laughing again at everything that's going on and, Donald, could you be a nicer guy, or what the hell's the deal? Well, <laughs> some, like, people actually, win, I some, people, some people wouldn't agree with you there. <laughs> well, I agree with myself, Donald, but thank you for your support across the board, and thanks for jumping over. And by the way, for a trucker, all you got to do is get the app. You punch the app, and it pops up on your radio because of Bluetooth, right? Yep. See, it's not. you can listen to this show on your radio. All you got to do and the, the, everything's in place on what, like 95% of cars in America? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. you can listen to it. You can still listen to the show on the radio. All you got to do is hit the app, and it'll connect with Bluetooth, and it'll be right there on your radio. Yes. Donald, keep calling in, man. I appreciate it. Who loves you more than us? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Well, see. <laughs> you guys. Oh, good, Donald. We'll take it. Her Thanks, name is Donald. Cinnamon, and she works at the King of Diamonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that was a rather hearty laugh out of Donald, didn't you think? That was a pretty hearty laugh yeah. there, baby. Keep calling in, Donald. Thank you, sir. Yeah. You guys have a good day. Thank you. You too. Thanks very much. Donald was calling in the uh, call-in line, 952-600-2575. Love hearing from our listeners. Love meeting you on the streets. It's been great. It's been wonderful. Okay, so I've got another thing for us to decide if we're on board or not on board. There, this is the new coffee trend. It's Starbucks. They are putting olive oil in their coffee. I saw that. What's yeah. that all about? Okay, it's first going to soft lunch in Italy. I guess that's a big place where like that trend is happening. And they're just brewing it with olive oil. So do you remember a while ago a big thing was that... Um, Putting butter in coffee. Yes. Um, yep. I remember that. I forget the name. Bullet. Something bullet. Bullet coffee. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, and um, so now they're saying well, there's a lot of skepticism, but they're they're like, give it a try because I know there's going to be a lot of cynics, but after you try it, you will like it. So I feel like we might have to try it. Well, I, I do like coffee and I like olive oil. I don't know if the combo is going to work for me, but I like both those things. And if it's probably a small amount, you don't even really taste it right like yeah that's true i mean it's pretty good for you like olive oil yeah, i think a is. lot of people think that canola oil is great anything that is like seed based you probably don't want like they talk about peanut oil mm-hmm. not good for you but avocado oil olive oil both fantastic i mean i feel like i always get enough of olive oil like it's not like my diet is lacking in that but um another thing that they do in coffee that's a big trend is they put orange juice in their coffee it's like a sweetener. Really? Doesn't that just seem like it would kill your gut? Like, Yeah, the acid. So much yeah. acid, man. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. Ugh. 
yeah. it weird? Because I um, started drinking coffee for the first time. I've had coffee in my life. Your whole family's not coffee drinkers. Well, we're not big coffee drinkers. That's very true. But I literally, so other than, you know, dunking a donut and a cup of coffee when I was a kid or, you know, I like those like macchiatos. And oh, all I know. That, kind of stuff. that stuff is great. But just sitting down and drinking, I started drinking coffee two years ago. After all those years of not drinking coffee. And morning shows. Yeah, and morning shows. Like, I, yeah, you're right. Who doesn't drink coffee on the morning show? Mm-hmm. You know what? You see that thing in front of me, that Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi? You can't find that in the bottles anymore. I think they're going to discontinue it. And by the way, Pepsi, I don't like the new one anywhere near as much as the old one. I have to, con- I have to confess something here. I've worked with you for a very long time. Yeah. So you used to give us, like, hey, here's this money. Go get everyone coffee orders and send me out in the world. And I loved it. I mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. When you get to leave your work and get paid for it, it's just, <laughs> yeah, sure. I, it's so, because everyone's like, how demeaning to go. I was like, that was my favorite part is when you'd be like, Brittany, go get everybody McDonald's or go get everybody breakfast. I think I said, would you go? I didn't say just oh, go. Oh, yeah. No, no. But it I was like, never bark at you never barked. I meant like in like a positive yeah. way. You were like, it was almost like <laughs> releasing a dog from their leash because it was like, yes, go I, out in the world. <laughs> so I, I was always very excitable about it. But you used to get these really Fun drinks. Like you would get like, well, try whatever new flavor. Bring make you know, make you know, let's let's do something fun. I was like, yeah, yeah, I love right. it. I was very excitable. Always am, always will be. And so you used to get these r- drinks that I would as a girl, I mean as a girl who's kinda like, oh, I don't know, whatever, I would not get. So I would take <laughs> so scared. Oh, I would take a clean straw, an extra clean straw, and I would just dip it in and like, you know, do that thing where you can try it. Yeah. And I'd Pull out a little bit of yours, and I try it every time. Well, Jesus, Palomino. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't like infect your drink at all. But it was that little trick where you take a straw, shut it on, well, you have to put it in, pull it out, and try someone's drink. Yeah, but when you took it out of your mouth and all the spit came out, no, 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 no. You did. No, so I would literally put the drink, the straw in there, hold it shut. Pull it out and then drink it, and then that straw would be done. Please don't put your filthy finger over my soda again, like you just did. Yeah, I was gonna I say never. There was never <laughs> any cross contamination <laughs> yeah, ever. But I had to. Your drinks were always the most fun. Everyone was like black coffee, black coffee, and you're like, give me something exciting. I was like, yes. I like exciting. I loved it. That was like always. It was so funny because I would go out. It was just. The most fun ever, and what, you always had the fun drink. What was the drink of choice for Tom? Was it, it was like whatever like was like, fun and seasonal? Because like, like you said, you said you were never into like black coffee, no. and so you're like, if it was Halloween, it would be like you know um, uh, the pumpkin latte with the all yeah. you know. It was always so good. And I was like, yes. Need a peppermint latte with whipped cream and a butt funnel? Let's make this happen. Yes, it's yeah. butt, pretty much. Mm-hmm. What's a butt funnel? I need to know this. Oh, the butt funnel? Yeah, oh, tell man. us, Rudy. We're very interested. <laughs> well, I did <laughs> go. To, I did go to college for a short time at Mankato State, so very well versed with the butt funnel. Oh, you guys never heard of the butt chugging, huh? Well, butt chugging. That, I've heard of that. Yeah, you need yeah. the you need the butt funnel oh, to do the butt okay. chugging. Mm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. I've never done that. Is that good? Uh, you know, now nowadays I only pull it out on leap day once sure. every four years. But that nonetheless, you know, it's nice to relive them old college days. You're, so you're past your prime. You can't do it too often. You are right. Do you get hammered faster that way? You, very much so. That's what I've yeah, heard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The anus is very. What is it? It's not susceptible. It's um. 
It's like a sponge that's in the ocean. Exactly. That, that we learned that's, yesterday on this show. If okay, they used to claim this when I was a medic. I don't know if there's much proof behind it because they, in nursing school they never recommended this. But they said if you couldn't get fluids in somebody, you could put an IV tube up their butt. Sure, yeah, I suppose. But I don't know. Like again, I learned a lot of things in as a medic. You know, a medic in the army. That nursing school is like, no, never do that. Please don't. Please really? don't. Oh, yes. Oh, All the God. time. I just found out this weekend when we were in Chicago that we did some cryotherapy. A friend of ours, like a friend of a friend, owns one of those cryotherapy places. And when you get in, you know, it's the chamber is negative 250 degrees. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you want to get hammered, like take a shot of tequila and then jump in that thing because you're. Your veins and capillaries just open wide up because of the oh. cold. And she's like, the alcohol will just, you know, it'll start coursing through your veins much faster. Oh. I was like, all right, well, then let's uh, let's pour a couple, grab the, grab the worm and a lemon, and let's make this thing happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's but surprising. There's nothing wrong with that. So anyways, hot cryo talk on the show today. <laughs> Sorry I brought it down that Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's interesting. It's a very expensive way to get drunk. That's something I, really convinced you. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. And my brain is honestly going, why would your pores open up in a cold environment? You think that they would shut off and... Um, you know, I don't ask those types of questions. Yeah, that's actually uh, where my brain went, yeah. was why would your uh you think everything would constrict not dilate but mm-hmm. well uh let's uh let's get Jeannie, who brought us in for the cryotherapy who owns it and we can call her a liar and i am to all about face. it yes absolutely yeah call her out yeah i don't know it must be something afterwards cuz i'll tell you when i got out of that thing my legs were on fire were they yeah they felt like they were they How felt long burning were you in there for 3 minutes did you just like become a new person did it feel good it felt great afterwards i felt alive did it, the 3 minutes was it absolute hell the first uh, 90 seconds, not bad. But then when you hit that 90-second mark, the next 90 seconds are pretty difficult. Depends on how cold you go. I can't stand being cold. No, me either. Like, did Don't you like ever it. get on that, that there was a big trend about taking a cold shower? Like, you shoot cold. No way. Still no do. way. I yeah. did it one time, and oh. I said, I'll never do that again. I still do it. Love it. Really? You yeah. are so trendy, McGee. But you're also, like... Four years behind every trend, no. like the intermittent fasting oh. and the cold shower. But, no, but I was doing that stuff well before everybody else. Like carbs, I was cutting carbs in like 1997. Yeah, but like carbs now are not looked at as the enemy. Mm, I well, mean, they're not. Depends. On what, I mean, I would say like it's now trendy to say that everything is open. Yeah, no, no. It depends on what you're looking to get. Because yeah. if you're just looking to like be healthy, yeah, eat a little bread every once in a while. It's good with fiber. It helps keep mm. things moving. I'm nice. just saying, like trend wise, I'm not saying at what is actu- accurate. But right now, the trend is everything is open game. Well, listen, you can scream at me all you want, but I'm on my way to go buy some hypercolor later, and then I'm going to get some Jordache jeans and Chabots. <laughs> so don't be getting on me about trends, okay? Because I am up on times. I'm glad <laughs> you're a little behind. I mean, it's okay. You got a kid. It's okay when things happen. You get a little behind on it. Mm-hmm. But you'll... Pod calling the kettle black there. That's okay. I mean, I thought I remember intermittent fasting five years ago. <laughs> that was adorable. We got to go. It's time to take a break. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this break at Tom Bernard Show. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. 
Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Need weekend plans? Check out what's happening in your local Lowe's. Weekending at Lowe's gives you and your family the opportunity to make us your weekend destination. Stop by for free workshops, events, and activities for everyone to enjoy. We're getting active with fun local events like our upcoming Lowe's Bucket Ball Challenge and Kids Workshop. Visit Lowe's.com events for our full event lineup. Count on Lowe's for all of your home improvement needs. And now, activities in your community with Weekending at Lowe's. Nissan has electric vehicles that excite. They've been perfecting the EV experience since 1947. They know you get an EV because it sparks your imagination. Testing their technology on the Formula E racetrack because they know you don't just get an EV because it's electric. You get an EV because it makes you feel electric. Head to your local Nissan dealer to check out the electrifying lineup and spark your imagination with a test drive of the Nissan Aria or the Nissan Leaf today. Nissan, EVs that electrify. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I love rock and roll, and one of the reasons I love rock and roll, I will bring Kristen Burton in, and then I'll tell you why I love rock, rock and roll. I just looked up at the camera about a minute and a half ago, and there's the professorial-looking Kristen Burton. She, she has her glasses on to make sure she looks really smart. Mm. There they are, ladies and gentlemen. She popped them on again. Oh, God. How's it going? We're doing good. How are you guys doing out there in the snow? It hasn't it hasn't snowed since like last night. Or I drove in, didn't see one flake, and I guess it's supposed to start around two o'clock. I guess tonight and tomorrow morning it'll be horrible. That's what they're saying anyway. We're supposed to get snow out here in California. So or Bear Mountain. Um, yeah, some of the elevated areas of California, but the yeah. whole state is under like a deep freeze for the next three days. Really? Mm-hmm. Was that the cold hearts of the people? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Cold hearts in Hollywood. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we were just talking about many different things this morning and how how we uh, – have you – Yeah, because I've known you for 11 years now. Have you – we talked about this before. When people – and I don't care if it's the news or it's a TV show or it's whatever it is. As soon as they start showing the hatred, I'm gone. I just can't put up with their hatred anymore. There's just no reason for it. It's like, shut up for Christ's sake. Let's, you know, I'm sitting here with, well, I was going to call them both my friends, but I don't want to lie to you. So, you know. <laughs> don't make assumptions. <laughs> yeah, don't make assumptions. That's exactly right. Do you think we'll ever get back to focusing on being happy, like loving your wife or your husband or your kids or grandkids? Do you think that'll ever come back? 
Well, I hope so. I hope everyone's doing that in their own home. I don't know. I don't know. know. (laughs) If you're not, there's a big problem. Listen, I had to go through all my roll doll books and, uh, and, you know, cross off all the mean words like fat. I still don't understand who, who cares? I, what I don't understand in that whole scope of things, why aren't we using this as a dialogue of like how things have changed yeah. and how things are different now? Yep. Because that to me is the greatest lesson of all, if you ask me. I got to believe that, I don't know about women, but I know about men, uh, what they changed it to makes no sense because I'd much rather be called fat than enormous. That's, like, <laughs> that's the word they want to use is enormous. Yeah, enormous Albert doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> exactly. No. Like what? That doesn't sound like a great Saturday morning cartoon. No, That'd I mean, crazy. fat's much better than enormous. I mean, enormous is like the, your my thousand pound life or those, whatever that deal is. Well, you know, this kind of like leads into what we were talking about. You know, I know you've been talking about binge watching The Office. You never get tired. You watch the expanded yeah, episodes. Yeah, yep. An article popped up yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like this study was done for us. They actually did a study over why we continue to go back and watch the same shows over and over oh, again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you would think the number one answer would be nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's actually about how much we've grown, which I think is really? so interesting. It's actually self-reflective moments. That's the number one reason. So you're thinking like, oh, I used to watch this show in my 20s. Um, I'm now so much different. I'm in my 40s. I have a family. Um, and you think about like all the time that has passed. So it's actually sort of a, a moment of, of joy and a deep connection to who you were then and who you are now. Yeah, I still listen to Blink-182. Oh, there you go. I hate the fact that I do it. I used to make fun of people. I'd be like, you're going to go see Bon Jovi? Didn't you listen to that in high school? And now I'm 42 and I'm like, oh, please give me all the terrible music that I listened to when I was 13. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you don't have hurricanes. Comfort is, I mean, comfort factors into that. That's why a lot of people during the pandemic, like went back to their comfort shows, but that's like the number two reason. And nostalgia falls way down on the list, which I think is interesting. So... Tom, you've had a lot of growth. I've had, yeah, I have had a lot of growth, no question. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Hollywood Report from Kristen Burt on with us now. Um, I've also been talking to people, and I, I would say 99.9% of people agree with me. Like we talked about yesterday, streaming is wonderful. I have friends that own movie theaters. The Marcus people are wonderful people. Uh, the Mann family, I've known them for a long time. Just I love going to the movies. The Edina Theater is right by my house. Go across the street, a little crisp and green. Go over, watch a movie. I got a five-minute drive home. But it's not the movie theaters. That's still a great experience. It's the movies that are not good. What are we going to do? Well, this is kind of interesting, and I'm really wondering what's going to happen because yesterday, CBS picked up a ton of its shows for the 23-24 season. It, this is really oh, early okay. for them to do it. All right. So. You guys are seeing like all of their sort of staple shows, their franchises like NCIS, NCIS Hawaii, CSI Vegas, um, Survivor, Amazing Race, Lingo Tough as Nails, 60 Minutes. And they picked up all of these. And everyone's like, why are they doing it so early? I mentioned yesterday, too, that writer's strike. They're getting prepared. They're getting ahead for the season. They're getting their writers working now. So they'll have some new episodes banked. So here's the thing. We may not be watching TV if there is a writer's strike, and we may be all going to the movies because oh, we yeah. need that entertainment. But they got to get a lot. How was the uh, the football movie? Was that a... 80 for Brady. Yeah, 80 for Brady. Yeah, there you go. How was that? That did fabulous at That's the box office. That's what I heard, yeah. 
They did a couple of things. First of all, they did on the first weekend it opened matinee pricing all day long. All the theaters very smart. The and, and you know, I think that price is one thing that does keep a lot of people away. And you had a movie with women who were over the age of sixty. I think all of them were over seventy. Oh, so Don told me they Don Lemon told me they were all out of their prime. Is that right? <laughs> Out of their prime, exactly. And don't uh, let us back today, everyone. They had to pay full price. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Gross. If anyone wants to be told that they're old, go and watch CNN this morning. We've done Perfect. Or just listen to this show. No, see, I heard yesterday that he got fired, and then I tuned in this morning, and he's there. Yeah, he's not fired. He went for a sensitivity training, mm-hmm. which, guys, you only need to do for two days. Days if you think women are old if they're in their 40s or beyond. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be saying that around my lovely wife. I don't care how old she is anyway. What the hell do I care? Well, women, we only have good years between our 20s and 30s decades. So that's yeah. it. That's according to Don Levin. Or, and Google. He said Google also said that yes, too. Yes, yes. Google the, said that? You know, no, I mean, he's a famous like, well, I Googled it, so... Oh, God. Which, to me, I have to say, like, as someone who's worked as a journalist in the entertainment industry, that is shocking because you can't just rely upon Google. Mm. Like, you have to do your own research. So as someone who is on a part of a news organization, right. you can't use Google as your source. I mean, hopefully that two-day training will help him learn that. That'd be good. <laughs> Give him all that depth that he needs. Yeah. That yeah. I've literally gotten to the point <laughs> in my life, and I'm very serious about this, that I'm so tired of it. If you're a Democrat, come on over. You're a Republican, come on over. Centrist, come on over. But if you start throwing around the word hatred or start screaming at each other, you're going to have to go sit in the car and argue because I ain't going on in my house. I'm not going to listen to it. It's exhausting. It and is exhausting. We're all exhausted no matter where we fall. And that's why I actually did love the Don Lemon argument. I'm like, you brought women from all parts of the political spectrum together. <laughs> that's rude. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah, he probably helped women everywhere. I, I don't know the whole thing. And, and then there was some other guy. Uh, we we're just talking at the beginning of the show about how I pop in on the news. I don't really watch the news on national. I do on a local level. And I watch streaming, but as far as the news, I can give them about two, three minutes, maybe five minutes if it's a really interesting story. But I, it always gets back to the same, it's me against you and you against me. And this is, a, I know they're just trying to drive up their ratings, but it's not working. Aren't, aren't television news ratings terrible right now? You know, it's interesting. Here in Los Angeles, they've actually expanded the local news. And I think right, you should right. less of the national news. And I think it's important for people to really be hyper aware of what's happening in your local area and the national news know what's going on, but I say do a detox. It's better for everyone's mental health. I got a good laugh yesterday. I don't know who the guy was, but he was some hunyuck nut job. And he said he was glad to see. And again, I don't have a dog in this fight. It's just what he said is so ridiculous. He said, I'm glad Nikki Haley's using her brown skin to promote white supremacy. Like what? Whoa! Where, what? where the hell did that come from? I mean, what? All right. Well, if you're you a say. pundit, you have to come up with these one-liners, and oh, I would say happy pundits have like writers behind the scenes writing them. Yeah. Why would you ever say something like that? It's just insane. Tom, because now you're repeating it. Well, that's true. That's what they want. I'm on a morning show and I'm repeating it. You're right, but I just I looked at my television like what? are you talking about 
by the time. So let's pay that. attention to all the inflammatory news, no matter who is delivering it, the better off we're going to be as, as a country, as a whole, yeah. honestly. But do they know they're going to destroy themselves if they don't stop? Um, I'm going to let them do it because you know what? Good. Let them all do it because yep. I'm like, I'm going to step back and watch it all happen because I don't want to participate in it. <laughs> I mean, it just seemed to me back in the day. And I, I, I don't know if when you lived, how long did you live here actually? Two years. Two years. Did you notice the news, the television news in this town is maybe the best in the United States? And it always has been since I was a little boy. Our news anchors in this town, starting with, well, Dave Moore and before Dave Moore, but he was a legend. And to today, our news, pretty much the news anchors and reporters, do a much better job with the news than the national people do. I, I don't, I mean, I don't hear, you know, I hate those guys over on Channel 11. They're just horrible. No, no, it's Channel 5 that sucks. They don't do that stuff. Why would they? No, and I remember when Paul Majors left yeah. Minneapolis and came yeah. to L.A. It was like national morning, and <laughs> no, it was. He left your market. I do remember that. We well, Jeff Passold, who's also out of the business, living in Florida now. So I got. So somebody told me, Paul, does Paul live in? in uh, What's he, he? Palm Springs is that where he lives now? I think. I think so. Yeah. 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 Paul and Paul and Jeff Passolt and I used to play a lot of golf together and all that. And to have those guys, one on one side of the United States, the other on the other side of the United States, and I'm on the top middle, and it, we couldn't be farther apart. But I think it's a good thing. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, I remember Paul and I got in an argument once in 1995. I think we got in an argument over something. And by coincidence, we were on vacation, and our barn burned down at our house in, in Dayton. Oh, my God. And so somebody said, i got to send you what Majors did. So he sends it to me. I watch it, and he, Paul Majors reads the story and looks up at the camera and says, I didn't burn his barn down. <laughs> I want to go. I have an alibi. I have an alibi. I swear. This phenomenal. is where I was. I didn't, I'm pissed off at him, but I didn't burn his barn down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. But, yeah, I don't. I am really glad that the local news doesn't have that same bent, that same leaning that the national news does. Why do you think the national news is so damn angry and mean? Oh, it's just about ratings. It's about money. It's about who's God. tuning in. And that's really the way. Because it's following what's happening in politics. It's a trend. But I think it's important for our local yeah. news to stay as neutral as possible because it we all live amongst each other in our communities and what affects one person on one block also affects a person on another block. So it's really important that we stick, you know, just kind of stick to like the facts. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Not I, opinion. No, you're absolutely right about it. But did, did, you would never think of seeing something like that come out of Tom Brokaw's mouth. He would have never done something like that. No. I mean, if you think back to Walter Cronkite, Peter yeah. Jennings, like yep. all of those old school broadcasters, I mean, they would never think about that because news wasn't about that. It wasn't. As politics has, has gotten dirtier, um, I mean, we're never going to go back to a nice, clean presidential election. Oh, so. no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. So, it, honestly, I always just tell people, I'm like, find out you know, the policies that matter to you. Find out how it affects you. Right. Vote accordingly. And you know, don't get involved with all the rest of it because it's yeah, just... All it is is fluff at that point. Calm down. That's all I'm saying. I would love to watch the news, see what's going on on a national level. But literally, I just can't. First of all, I don't like very many of the people themselves. They're not very good. They're, hey, let me tell you something. Did you notice that what? 
Do you talk like that at home? Say, honey, would you pass the potatoes, please? Because they look very, very good. Now, I hate the other thing on the other. Yeah, where do you get that voice? That's weird. You know what I mean? Well, and also on the flip side, on ABC, we have uh, TJ Holmes and uh, Amy Robach, like, on their unemployment tour, yeah. <laughs> calling the paparazzi. They're literally calling the paparazzi. They're calling Backgrid and getting themselves really? photographed in their swimming trunks and bikini. They look fabulous. Yeah. But I don't know why they are so proud of uh, you know, Kristen, yeah. Like, you, you, you know all the things. Tell us, wh- like, what is wait, their wait, game wait, plan? Wait, wait, wait one second. You just said, Kristen, you know all the things. Well, like, all the Hollywood I things. I can't work here anymore. But, like, <laughs> tell, us what, tell us what the strategy is behind that. I think, honestly, that they're trying to generate interest in their story. And either – I've got a couple theories on this. Okay. Um, Get it, get another network interested in them. And I, I honestly think Amy Robach could land somewhere else. TJ Holmes, because it is alleged that he yeah. had affairs with younger staffers, junior staffers, Ooh. which is a big HR no-no. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to make him more difficult to hire. Mm-hmm. But I think they may have another strategy, and that is a podcast. Mm. The two of them can come oh. out and do a podcast together and show, like, See, I mean, we have great chemistry. You still want us. Paparazzi's following us. Like, fans are interested. They are literally in the news, like the the page sixes and the daily mails every single day. And I know that they are calling the paparazzi because they're in, like, Puerto Vallarta. And I'm like, the paparazzi are not hanging out under behind the palm trees no, no. to photograph you. No. You call them, they sent someone down there, and that's why all the photographs are coming out now. Well, I'll tell you this right now. If I happen to see the Amy and TJ show with news entertainment reporter Kristen Burt, I'm going to flip a Buick, okay? <laughs> you don't even think about it. I am completely loyal. I will be not running over to TJ and Amy. Okay. I mean, you. but I'll take an opportunity. <laughs> oh, that's a different, you know, that's a different argument. It's like I am out the door I, in five. <laughs> I mean, I am loyal to whoever appreciates loyalty the most uh, with money. Yeah. Fritz <laughs> calling the, the paparazzi now. They are flying to Minnesota as we speak. Love it. I'm in. I'm never working with you guys again. Duh. It's just how it Tom, is. Tom, you better be wearing something cute as you walk out the door because if they're photographing Brent, they're photographing yep. you. Yes, cute. I'll be wearing something cute. We appreciate it. There's no question about it. I'll, I'll give it my best. So everything else is good? Everything is good. Uh, you know, L.A. rain will be happening or L.A. snow and we'll all melt down, but I will still be here the rest of the week. I gotta, we have to set up a road trip, you know, taking a bunch of listeners on a road trip. We've got to figure out where, it'd be, you know, because you got you there. We got Brad Blanks in New York. So we got L.A., we got New York. So you might have to do it. Go to Chicago or something. Meet it, kind of meet in the middle. I'm all in for Chicago. That's, I love that's Chicago, one of my favorite yeah. towns. I love that place. Little Gene and Giorgetti. Oh, done. The best. I'm a Illuminati pizza fan. So. Illumin- oh yeah. No, I understand. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Thanks a lot, Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter here on the Tom Bernard Show. Eleven years I've been working with that woman. She is in a great mood every day. I know, which is shocking. I feel like she's still happy after she talks to you. To me, even. Yeah. Shocked. No, Shook. No, you're Shooketh. Right. Shooketh? What Shooketh. did you just say? Shooketh? I said shooketh, like past tense. Like shooketh. Effeth? Like effeth. Same thing. Effeth <laughs> <laughs> this stuff, I'm out of here. I was yeah, shunked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we shall go to break. Be right back in a couple minutes more of the Tom Bernard Show. You have a live spot, my man.
Oh, you want me to open with the live spot? Yeah, please. I am glad mm-hmm. to do it. There's no question because I got it set right over here, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Um, I'll put that. Uh, what I'm going to do is write that on the next uh, sure. this thing that you gave. What would you call this? Uh, like a run sheet. Uh, a run sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll put that on the run sheet next. Yeah, uh, we can do that. Because otherwise, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Which I never do anyway. But <laughs> it all works out in the end. But I get to talk about my friends like Dawn over at My Pillow, which makes me very happy. When Mike invented my pillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he uh, discovered a new technology that makes my pillow even better. The my pillow 2.0 has a patented adjustable fill, the original my pillow, and now the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the my pillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. With promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the United States and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to uh, receive MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer. You can receive it. Not a problem. Just when you thought MyPillow could get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s right now. Catherine and I got ours, and they are fantastic. 14 rounds of golf for only $90? You betcha. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at scorenorth.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you are entitled to 13 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. A $400 golf value for only $90. With the Minnesota Golf Passport, you get to play 18 holes at each of these great area courses. The Refuge, Purple Hawk, New Ulm Country Club, Bull Rush, Elk River Golf, Golf Club, Bristol Ridge, Whispering Pine, Chamonix, Siren National, Emily Greens, The Ponds, Dahl Green, and Golden Eagle. 13 great courses, 13 rounds of golf, one low price, just $90. And $10 for every card purchased will benefit youth golf in Minnesota. Supply is limited, so go to scorenorth.com. That's S-K-O-R north.com. Type keyword passport to buy your passport before they're gone. Go to score, S-K-O-R, north.com. Keyword passport for your 2023 Minnesota Golf Passport. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric... Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Just kind of looking over the new log there. Got to figure that deal out. No question about it. So what else? What else is happening? Everything good? Speaking of Chicago, I was in Chicago last weekend. Mm-hmm. And while I was down there, I had pulled up. I was going to go meet uh, one of our, um, mine and Brittany's good friend, Allie. Mm-hmm. Long time, oh, yeah. Yeah, long time sure. morning show host here in Minneapolis. Yep. She is now in Chicago, and while uh, I was down there, I, we, we were going to go get some lunch. I pulled into a parking spot, walked over to the parking 
you know, the the parking, the meter, I, I guess is what you want to call it nowadays. The thing you got to stick your card in. Yeah. What do you call it? You pay for your parking, right? Yeah. I pay for the damn thing. $7.50. $2.50 an hour. I take three hours. Figure we're going to eat some lunch, go do a little shop and have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Three hours. So I, we go to the restaurant. We have something to eat. We do some shopping. I come back to my car. Parking ticket. I'm like, what the hell? Allie goes, oh my God, I am so sorry. I, parking tickets are the worst in this city. I look at it. 50 bucks. Oh. I, I take it. I, I tear it up. She goes, what are you doing? I said, there's not a chance in hell I'm paying this. She goes, what do you mean? You got to pay your parking tickets. I said, there's, I'm not paying this parking ticket. There's, I will bury this vehicle in the ground before I give the city of Chicago another $50. It's not happening. She goes, well, what about like, what happens if you come back to the city? What happens if you ever get pulled over? What happens if you happen to be somewhere and they run your license and then you get arrested? I was like, what are the chances of that? What's the statute of limitations on a parking ticket? It's got to be, what, three years maybe? So you still had time on the meter, and you got the ticket. Yeah. because here, Well, here's what happened. I put the card in, and it said, you're good to go. Would you like to print the receipt? And I said, no. So I don't know if, because I didn't print the receipt, mm. it didn't go through. But here's the thing. I do have the receipt from American Express that yeah. said that I paid it. Yeah. So my big thing is, people have been telling me, you should just pay it, because that way we won't have any problems down the road. And I said, absolutely not. There's no way in hell. Plus, first off, I don't go to Chicago that often, even though I've been there twice in the last year, and then I actually have to go back there next month. But that's quite often. It actually. is quite often. Now that I'm like, you know, shitting on my <laughs> own point is what I'm saying. How often yeah. you go to Chicago? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, yeah. is everybody I've brought this up to you are, are like, you have to pay that ticket. I said, there's not. There's no way. There's no way. I don't know about you guys, but I'm so tired of having to give people extra money for these nothing things. You know, the baggage fees, the uh, the parking tickets, all that stuff. It feels like, and especially the parking tickets, if you live in St. Paul, and I bet everybody's going to be going through it over the next day or two oh, with all the yeah. snow coming in. These poor bastards that have no other place to park, they make them park on the street. And then the city of St. Paul, who does an awful job when it comes to plowing, uh, they either tow you or they ticket you, and it's. Oh, well, they tow you. I mean, immediately. I've been, to yeah, which like I get, right? We have to, we whatever. Like the, you can get both sides of it immediately, right? Like you have to, you have to move your car, but it's like, it's like a two-minute warning kind of feel. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of wiggle room, and if you have a job and you, the the switching of the you know cars from one side to the other is during that time, it's like, what do you do? Yeah, and also, if we're all about trying to get people of like low income out of the situation that they're in, then why are we towing them? Why are you making them pay an extra? Because typically, people who have to park on a street are renters, low income, yeah. and then you tow their vehicle to make them pay another $175 to get it out. I don't know. Give them a couple of days. I it's, get it. It's not even like, okay, the money's terrible. And I remember getting towed at a time where I was living paycheck to paycheck. It's really hard. That's a hard, that's a hard number to hit. But also you have to get a ride to the tow place, wait around for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, it's hours <sighs> and it's, it's hard. It's very confusing as well. But yeah, yeah you're right. It, it is it definitely hits a different part of our community that probably doesn't need that extra time, money, and energy. Did you guys go do the move this morning where you were trying to beat the plow driver and get out of the driveway before he came and filled up the end of your driveway? No, I don't, I don't, I'm not smart. Like I'm not, I don't plan enough ahead to think about that no. anxiety. How about yeah. you, Tom? 
They had already plowed mine. Oh. Yeah. Do you have somebody come through and do the driveway for you? It's a it's a neighborhood deal. Oh, yeah, right on. Yeah. yeah the neighborhood pays for it. Or they don't pay for it, but they set it up in the department yeah. or whatever the Fees, hell it is. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I was complaining about this one day, and somebody said, you do realize they their plow drivers have like a little like a blocker at the end of the plow that when they get to a driveway, they can drop it. And then that way, a bunch of snow doesn't go into your driveway. Mm-hmm. And somebody had sent me a video of this from Alaska. And I was like, well, why can't we get that here in Minnesota? And then somebody sent me another video of, by the way, they also have these in St. Cloud. I'm like, all right, Richfield. All right, St. Louis Park. Yeah. All right, Egan, Eden Prairie. Why can't we just? And it's literally like just a piece of sheet metal yeah, that they drop down. at the end of the plow. And it just it keeps the snow. And then when they get past the driveway... They pick it back up, and the snow, that way you're not buried at the end of your driveway trying to, you know. I mean, yeah. If you don't have a snowblower or somebody, I mean, over the next couple of days, I imagine every driveway in the neighborhood on my street, I will probably at least do once or twice. I would say that the hardest time right now, I mean, that I ever had was when I lived in Minneapolis and had the alley parking. Like, when Ew. you have to park, go through the back alley mm-hmm. and park in the back there where your garage is. That is... Almost impossible. Like, you have to just step out there and go, yeah, no, I'm, there's nothing I can do right now. Like, nothing you can do. Yeah. Tom, you're a North Minneapolis guy. Mm -hmm. Those alleys in North Minneapolis, brutally narrow and bad. I don't know if you've been down there recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was, that's (laughs) not pleasant, but, you know, parking out on the, uh, one thing I did notice, I don't care if it's Penn Avenue or 26th Avenue North. You park your car out in front of your house more than three days in a row, one of the windows is going to get busted out, I guarantee you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just, I don't know, I don't know if they still do that, but they did that back in the old days. And I just, no, it, it, look, if it, char, if it gave you a ticket and you still had time on that meter, I wouldn't pay it either. I no. agree with you. I don't know that you, well, if you're not going to Chicago, you, to ignore it just doesn't really make much of a difference because you're not going back there soon. But anyway. he is. But yeah. Not to drive the same car. But yeah, yes. oh yeah, no, that, that vehicle's got 200,000 miles on it. And I, I, I do actually, when I go to Chicago, I usually drive. I don't mind driving. I don't mind. It's I usually, like driving. Yeah, yeah seven, seven to eight hours is typically my max. If it's anything past yeah. that, I'll usually fly. But yep. um, but the thing is, my vehicle has two hundred over just about 200,000 miles. It's about to turn. And I figure I probably got about another maybe 25 to 30, maybe 50,000 miles left on that thing before, you know, I end up selling it for a you know, case of Coors Light because there's just, it's, you know, at some point I got to figure it out and get a new vehicle. What but kind of car is it? It's a 2008 Honda Element. What's an Element? No, it's a squarish one. Yeah, oh, a, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. toaster. Yeah. I yeah. bought it because it's a, it's a five-speed manual and I wanted a stick shift. Because I, I don't, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the automatic. I would much rather feel like I'm actually driving the vehicle. Plus, really? I like to do burnouts with a four-cylinder. Yeah, that's not easy to do. So you'd, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to shift yeah. gears. Uh-huh. I, no yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, it, it, if you had time in that meter, I understand you'd want to fight that thing. Other people never pay their bills. I mean, there, there were guys back in the day. You'd see. It looked like a goddamn snow pile in the back seat, and it was all parking tickets. Yeah. Not wild. Jesus. I've yeah. been there. When we used to when I used to go to UMD, the thing is they had their parking tickets were within the college and they were like I think twenty five bucks. You'd get a parking ticket to be twenty five bucks. So if we had visitors, we'd say, just come over here, park here. You're gonna have you're gonna get a ticket. You're gonna leave that ticket on all weekend. Yeah. And you're that's the best way. But I'm sure now the prices have gone skyrocket. I'm sure they're on to us now. But like it was just like pay that twenty five bucks, 
and that's where you're parking all weekend. Like, just keep that ticket on there. Yeah, and especially downtown Minneapolis. Or not, Minneapolis isn't bad, but mm-hmm. if you go to places like we had gone to San Diego to go to a, a Vikings game once, and while we were down there, some, we just parked on the street, and I'm like, you going to pay the meter? He's like, no. I was like, why not? He's like, because the ticket is only 50 bucks while parking is 100 Yeah. It's like, all right, that makes sense. All right, yeah, there makes you go. Sense. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's our hot tip. Mm-hmm. That's the hot tip. That's the hot tip for the day. Now, it's, hey, by, I guess, maybe kind of a coincidence, I um, pulled up to a meter when we were down on vacation in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So I pulled up to the meter and get out, and I, I come back, and there's a ticket, $60 ticket on my window. That's rough. Not for parking there, because cars couldn't park there, but certain certain hours of the day, only bicycles could park. Mm. I've never heard of that in my entire <laughs> life before. That's wild. That you could park bikes there, but not a car, and then the bikes have to go, and then the cars come back. It's like, what? I have to say, I can't do it now because we live in Eden Prairie, but when I lived in Minneapolis, having... Um, like a, what was it, a buddy, one of those buddy scooters, mm-hmm. was the biggest cheat code you can have because you could park it in, like, where you park bikes. Yeah. And I would, say, like, even if I'd come down to Acme or go down anywhere when I would go to First Ave, you could, it was cheating at life. You got to drive on the road and park wherever. Like, I think, I think that, and I think the e-bikes, man, that's got to be a huge benefit to have an e-bike now if you're living in those areas like to just park in you i mean oh my god yeah you guys down with the e-bikes have you used them i love e-bikes fantastic they're they're so but don't the thing is so my mom beverly who's ex-fi-ed teacher takes her fitness very seriously if i she'll go so i biked 20 miles today and i said mom you e-biked 20 it's assisted pedal (laughs) I like it. It's assisted pedal. It's not an e-bike because I guess they have like different ranks of like sure. what it is. And I go, Mom, you have to say e-bike. You didn't bike 30 miles today. And she's like, it is not an e-bike. And then I thought, so I thought it was just her being neurotic. Somebody we were on, I was on a run and these people had these two, what I thought were e-bikes. And so I said, oh, I love your guys' e-bikes. And the lady goes, it's actually assisted pedal. Oh, God. Whatever. (laughs) People people want credit. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. Because, like, if you have one of those, like, little things, you go, yep, no, no, it's actually, uh, mm," you know, like, there's, everyone has their little hang-ups of, like, why? Because it's, I don't know, it's, like, in, I mean, I know you have some, I know you just can't think of it. Like, I have one, everyone always says, oh, I love, you know, I have a dog who is a blue tick coonhound. And everyone says, oh, I love your, um, your dog is, uh, um, she gets confused for a different breed all the time, a German short hair. And I always go, it's a blue tick coonhound. There's like these things in this world that you find yourself always correcting and you go, why am I doing this? Why does it why matter? Why bother? I don't know. I, I don't. agree with you completely. No, but it, it's like in you. Like you just can't not say it. Yeah. The, the grammar Nazis, the your, your. The two, two, there, there. Yeah, yeah. there's those people that have to do that. Mm -hmm. They can't not say it. And it's like, it's almost like a tick at that point. You're going, "Mm, don't say it, Brittany. Don't do it. Don't (laughs) don't correct. It doesn't matter. But for some reason, 
I find myself. It matters. You'll be fine. Should we go early so we can get to Chris Eggert early? Yeah, yeah. do you want to take Chris? I was just going to ask if you guys want to take Chris Eggert early. He's actually ready to go. All right. Why don't we take a quick break? Be right back. Chris Eggert is up next. Tom Bernard Show. Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals. Great deals on apparel and equipment. Plus, your chance to sink a putt for $100,000. And so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com. Meet Joe A. Hi. Joe B. Hello. And Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A. is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B. is cruising toward his new ride with AutoSkip. And Joe C.'s Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member FDIC. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Loving it uh, more every day. Just got a text message from the mayor of South St. Paul, Jimmy Francis. <laughs> Love listening on the app and on the way to uh, work. Technology, Tommy B. Technology. Mm. Great. Very, very nice. I thought he was going to be a little angry about my crack about them doing a terrible job with the plowing, but that's all right. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. I'm well, glad he's a... I'm, South St. Paul. South, okay, you're right. Totally yes, South St. Paul. Totally different. Yes, they do a wonderful <laughs> job with the plowing. Now that he's your friend, he's a wonderful plowman. <laughs> yes, indeed. Is Chris ready to go? He's not quite yet. He's just running into his studio, but I'll let you guys know when now, he's how, out. When, when's his out now? It's still moving. 8.50 if you'd like. Well, I think we can take him for as long as you want. I have to talk to him for 35 minutes? He's a disaster. Yeah. No, I mean, you know. Oh, we got a break in there, Well, though. if anything, he can finally today, because we didn't get to it yesterday, he can finally show you that sweet-ass three-quarter sleeve tattoo that he's got. Oh, that's right. You keep telling me about that. It's, it's pretty magnificent. I think you'll like it. It's what I hear. So if we do, cause, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first week of the show, so we're, we're, I, we've always done this on the air, though. My whole career is like, okay, I just want to make sure I got this right. So he, he'll come on in a couple of minutes, but we still do have that, that break at 37, correct? We do, yes. Okay, yeah. and then he can mm-hmm. stay till 50. Well, that works. Uh, oh, but only if he's interesting. I agreed. I think we should vote on it at all times. We should. Just hands up. (laughs) Just thumbs up, thumbs down. Very, yes, I love Uh, it. I have not read this story, but I love the headline. Pizzeria's Blunt. Uh, They have an ad. It sparked a little backlash because their ad for hiring people says... Now hiring only non-stupid people. Oh, <laughs> where's this out? I'm of? going. Yeah. That's all I have to. Santino's Pizzeria. I'm out. I'll try. You don't like Santino's? No, I'm saying I'm out. Like the non-stupid part. I, I self-declaring. Oh, so you're out of that? Yeah, deal. I, I'm out. Santino's Pizzeria has got a huge bill, a billboard in front of their pizzeria That's funny. that says now hiring non-stupid people. Santino's in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. That's where it is. Making ways for its blunt help wanted sign that reads, now hiring non-stupid people. Well, I agree. I'm sorry. The only problem you got is that uh, I, about 7 billion of the 8.5 billion people on earth are morons. So I don't know who you're going to hire. I, I'm, 
as somebody I worked at a um a, a pizza place and uh it's not it's it's a pretty easy job but uh really I don't know if maybe because I didn't take it all that seriously we used to get high in the um freezer and then like sit in there for as long as we could what get high in the freezer <laughs> yeah it's uh, really good that's smart thank you a yeah. side order of a bag of weed is that yeah. what you were dropping off? No, I mean, we, it was never anything that exciting, but it was just so funny. I just remember we'd answer phones, and uh, I can't say I was giving it my all, mm-hmm. and uh, it was so fun. I just remember having so much fun. But I, I, I once had to do a couple runs for the drivers. I'm sorry for me. Not an easy job because I am not one of those people that like has, and this is before you could just pull your phone out and find directions. I'm not somebody who can like easily find houses. Like I would have like panics going. Oh really? Is this the right house? Like can I walk up to this? Like the anxiety mm-hmm. of it all. But yeah, uh, here's actually audio of the woman who owns the pizza pizzeria talking about the sign. Love it's it. It's more humor than anything. It's not meant to like target anyone like that or be rude. A lot of people that we've hired, there's really no worth ethic behind them. So I guess that's Ooh. the meaning behind the non-stupid. I love that. Yeah, ironically, stupid on their sign is spelled incorrectly. So, You know what's really great, though? The timing of it all, because as she was saying the word stupid, Chris Eggert sat down on camera. Very amused. I want to. Hear, I didn't get the full story. I was just running in at the last second. Columbus, Ohio, Sorry. Santino's Pizzeria put up a big sign, a little big billboard in front of their pizzeria. It says, now hiring non-stupid people only. And, and people they spelled are pissed stupid off. wrong? No, they didn't really spell it. Oh. I don't think they did. Did they, Rudy? No, I was totally kidding. Absolutely, okay. yes. Oh, yeah. But see, they said it was a joke. Now, you're in the news business, Chris, obviously. What? Why is everybody's feelings are constantly hurt by it? Oh my God! It just matter of fact. I, I'm sorry, Chris, but because your name is so close to Christ, you're going to have to change your first name to like Bill, because it's I'm offended by your religious, uh, you know, leanings, and therefore. Uh. uh. Well, here's my here's my um my unprofessional opinion on that. Okay. Is I think we're such a um, we've become such a phone culture, and we have abilities to vent about things in ways that yep. perhaps never nobody ever could before, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Because if you got pissed off about something, you know, twenty five years ago, you might tell two people who care, you know, you know your yeah. your wife and, yeah. and your best friend or something and it sort of ends there because there's nobody else to tell about it so i think you sort of now in the world you can just get mad about something you can make one post about it then it can snowball into something and i don't know i just think there's more forums for people to get upset about things and to raise the ruckus chris you're right it's kind of that knee-jerk reaction you don't have that pause you can literally just grab that out of your pocket and say right right yeah guys like bill eggert complain a lot bill eggert ladies and gentlemen do you not you gave me a look there did you not realize that tom had said he needs to change his name to bill bill eggert okay right okay you gave me a look like you didn't understand where we were going with that okay pausing for reaction okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I, I honestly forgot that he'd said, I can't be Christ because it's too, I can't be Chris because it's too close to Christ. Yes. Um, it's called a callback. And yeah, then I, was, I, 
because I have ADD, I'd forgotten about that already. But then you said Bill Egger, and I was like, I was like, do I have some uncle or something, Bill Egger? It was, was, a, like, it was actually a power move. It's very popular here in radio. We call you by the wrong name purposely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. I mean, listen, I know my role. Yeah, right, Kevin. Yeah. You know, we could go around the room here. Now, Chris, is that did, did your parents give you a? Because my parents named me Thomas for a very specific reason. Was there a reason that you were named Chris? You named I after know, somebody but, or? I, it's Christopher, but I have no idea. All I know is I grew up with like 10 other guys who had the name Christopher. Oh, yeah. so I was, <laughs> he hung out with a pantsless bear in the woods. I love it. And yeah. his parents were like, Christopher, that's his name. I love it. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of Winnie the Pooh, by the way. Um, Shout so, out. <laughs> Shout out. I was actually supposed to be named Augustus mm. Christopher Like Galoob? Which would have been Ace. I Think love cool that. Wow. Ace Eggert. You know how far in your career a, you would be if you were Augustus? Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, I got I, a problem I, for you, though. Yeah, what's the problem? Um, I have three uncles that were murdered. Oh, my gosh. And two of them were named August. So really, you're better off with Christopher, I'll tell you. Oh, you never knew that? No. Yeah, two great uncles and my one uncle. Two, uh, two Augusts and the other was... Uh, was Ed. Uh, one was beaten to death with a pipe. Oh my God. Another one was dismembered and shoved in a snowbank in Anoka head first. And the other one was thrown off a 20 uh, story building. You think my relatives piss people off at all? You think they were living a shady life at all, Chris? <laughs> you think maybe they're involved in some things they shouldn't have been involved with? But the best part of that, and I loved Augie, my, my direct uncle. Augie, I, I loved that guy. He was only 40 years old when he was thrown off the building. And we had to tell my grandmother, his mother, oh, you know, you don't want to look at, uh, at your son, Augie, because... Well, I just heard he slipped in the shower and hit his face on the... I said, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. There's a, yeah, Grandma, that's it. <laughs> we had to because he was massacred, man. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get into more, more of the... Okay, I'll tell you one more oh, thing. Do you have <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, I, I, yes. I like, I like uh, story time. Let's this I, gets oh, no. much worse. Okay. So we were very, very poor when I was a kid. And it's germane to the story. It's not just me. Oh, yeah, I always mention a boy. But it always has something to do with the story. Yeah. So I walk in Long Prairie, Minnesota to his funeral. He lived in Minneapolis, but the, he wanted to be buried up next to his mother or her grave site at the time because she was still alive. <laughs> but... <laughs> Are you okay over there? Sorry, the I tried to cough and my <laughs> Jesus, I tried to cough. My chair got stuck on the table. Okay, go. So I go up to uh, to his uh, funeral. I was thirteen at the time, I think, when he was murdered. I go up there, and my uncle Augie, very handsome man, about six three, something like that, big guy, really big guy. And I walk in, and the coffin's about three and a half feet long. Oh no! I'm like, what the hell? Uh, now, probably four and a half feet long is what it was. It was the only coffin they could afford. And for him to fit in there, they cut his legs off and tucked him under him. How horrible is that? And people wonder why I'm nuts. I mean, think about that. People wonder, why, Tom, why are you so crazy? Gee, I wonder why. Was it open casket? No, no. (laughs) No, no, no. No, I think he he landed on his face after the 20 stories. That wouldn't have been good. What is it with family members always trying to save a buck when it comes to our demise? Yeah. I don't get it. I I don't get it. I had a family member who passed away, and 
unbeknownst to a lot of us, when we all got to the funeral, somebody was like, why is it closed casket, by the way? And somebody said, well, it's, they put the cat in there. <laughs> we were like, we we're like, what? What, what? what do you mean you put the cat in there? And they were like, well, listen, uh, the cat died like nine months ago, and she wanted to be buried with the cat, but she didn't want to pay to have the cat buried or cremated, so we just kept it in the we just kept it in the freezer in the basement. And then this morning we came, and it was open casket. We paid for it, but then we thought it was kind of weird with the cat in there, so we just shut it. <laughs> they didn't want to pay the extra thirty-seven dollars to have the cat cremated at the vet. Sure. Wow. I, I, sadly, I feel like I can relate to that. Like. The timing on that is perfect. Sure. She like, knew she was on her way out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can, oh, I suppose. I can, yeah. 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 I respect that. So, Chris, what's in the news this morning? Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris, follow up on that, bro. Um, uh, well, obviously the snow. Is that going to so, happen? Uh, yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. All right, because it says on my phone that there's it's a 50% chance. It's trending down the totals are you mean it's going to be a lot less than two feet uh it, that's the way it looks yes like how many feet now chrissy i don't know <laughs> i i've seen over the course of about the last four hours yep every some every single meteorologist in town including the national weather service sort of dialing back what their prediction is um listen it was obviously a, a hard storm to predict, and mm-hmm. I I feel because they got there was a one model early, like several days ago, that was right. gangbusters, and I feel like everybody got a little amped up because of that. Yep. And I and I know what they say is that the rest of the models fell in line, for the most part. Um, I don't know. That's I mean I'm not the meteorologist, I'll, but I will tell you this between friends. I bet someone at the TV station here, uh, who you know actually, Kate Vendell. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet her thirty bucks that it would be under twelve inches. She. What, what about the snow, though? Thank you very much. Hey <laughs> Oh God, that's, um, that's so in. Immature. I think that's a safe bet if that was the case. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Well. I'm just saying. Oh! <laughs> Well, Chris averages. I mean, um, so yeah, because what I, it looks to me, and I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it looks to be about the ten to twelve inch or max to me. But who knows, right? Yeah, I, I think on the low ends, that's where it's sort of looking right now. But yeah, I also yeah. think, you know, I know like even this morning, like Lakeville got a lot more snow. Yeah. Than than was measured at the airport. I think they were like pushing seven inches of snow already. And the airport, which is the official measurement was only at three inches. So, I mean, you think about that right there. What is that? A Not even a 30 mile stretch between Lakeville and the airport. So that's where it's going to be weird too, because there probably will be some areas that will probably push close to what some of those initial predictions are, but then there's going to be spots that won't. You know, reach that either. No, so. you're absolutely right about that. So it's, I don't think it's going to be the two footer they were talking about. I, that's just my opinion. I don't know a damn thing about meteorology yeah. or any of that stuff. I got no knowledge, but it just kind of looks to me, following the pattern, it's going to be like you said, eight to ten inches, something like that, which we can get through. I think I don't know. Maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part, maybe and your part but... a little bit too, because and Rudy's part because he doesn't want to get stuck in his driveway. 
I saw. You're right. I was literally out there this morning just like eyeing it up. And in fact, my neighbor had somebody come through and I could hear the rumble of their plow. You know, they, they pay like a, a private service. Yeah. And I heard that rumble. I went running for the window. I was like, no, 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 no. What the hell? Yeah. That is, that is the worst, man. You get done getting your whole driveway done. You get uh, it all scraped. And then freaking plow goes by yeah. and just buries you in five feet of snow. Yeah. But, okay. um, I do know that there's been, I mean, there are already like, close to 400 cancellations at the airport today. Right, right. Um, we were getting closer to 400 schools that are delayed or uh, canceled or e-learning. And also, doesn't that suck for kids now? They don't really get a snow day. Oh, my nephews are heartbroken. Why don't they get a snow day? Because it's all set up post-pandemic to do e-learning. So they... Oh. God. They're like little businessmen. They're like, oh, I got a call at 830. <laughs> I thought that didn't work, though. I thought that, that e-learning didn't oh, work. I mean, I don't know how effective it is, but it's the <laughs> yeah. game plan. Yeah. Well, it lets you get one more day of school in so you don't have to, like, eat into summer vacation. That right. is true. Yeah, right. And yeah. Minneapolis had it bad last year. They went till like, June. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah, they were really late last year. and didn't, They had a, a strike or something, too, in the yeah. middle of that, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't feel too bad for the kids because um, I, I don't know. I can't speak for all the kids, but I know when mine are doing e-learning, there's uh, it's a pretty. Mm, what would be the right word? Relaxed. For it? Uh, relaxed. Doesn't seem like a full effort is probably made. Yeah. I have a question but, for you. No, because I want to catch yeah. this up. So you have to be out by what? 48. That, that's what's best for you. Yeah. 848. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, uh, you, you have to buy by 48, but then next week you're moving to what time? Well, I think we're going to try to do it because I jumped in uh, about what eight, eight seventeen. Rudy, is that yeah. what time? Yeah, yeah, I think we can probably keep it around eight seventeen as long as you're okay with it. If you can make it around that time, I think we, we would love to have you on as long as we can. Yeah, if you're okay with it. Um, yeah, I just I hated having to like leave on the back end of it so quickly. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if I'm in the middle of an amazingly funny story or something, I would Well, really like always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As always, that very funny story, very do entertaining. People are, are, do people have the video yet? Are, are people who are listening, do they have the video feeds yet? Not yet. I'm the only one that can see you. Yes. Oh, so my eye roll went. Like, excuse, actually, <laughs> no, I can see you. Let me rephrase that. Tom can also see we you. We can yeah. feel yeah. the yeah. eye roll. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Yeah. But, like, um, the, the listeners can't see it yet. That'll be set up in the next couple of weeks, yeah. Okay. The eye roll. Can yeah. you, by the way, we were talking about this. I don't know why it is that, you know, I listen, I get that you're a newscaster and you got to keep it buttoned up. And when you got to be at the state fair and it's a sweltering 103 degrees, they make you wear a long sleeve T-shirt. Can you show, Tom, that incredible three-quarter sleeve that you have? Rudy is well, actually obsessed with your tattoos. Yeah, because well, I love it because I have tattoos and they're garbage, but yours is amazing. Well, I, they are actually letting me show it at the fair now. I had to cover it up for like oh, really? the first couple of years. That's progress. That, the last several years, I don't know if I don't know why. Well, I mean, this is kind of, okay. I do Just remember well, while while you while you're undressing there. Yeah, I do remember those times I'd be walking past the booth well, and poor Eggert. It would be it's no joke. It'd be 103 in the third week of August. Everybody'd be wanting to come up and get a picture. And you see Ken Barlow out there in his dolphin shorts and his tight polo, and you're like, dude, <laughs> could you maybe I don't know. Let's how about a team effort with the long sleeve button up? If one guy's got to do it, how about everybody's got to do it? You know? Yeah, yeah. And they like one year they. Uh, 
my manager who's no longer here anymore and god bless her she didn't know she was like wanted me to put band-aids all over my arms oh my, oh god. my goodness you would look so, so hilarious there's some of yeah it. look at that thing i so, love it yeah now how long anyway. does that take to do well it's like probably 20 different tattoos oh so, okay okay yeah that's how uh, that goes I did one to spite an ex, and then it just sort of sprouted from there. So, <laughs> so uh, what was the tattoo that you got that spited the ex? Like what everybody got in the mid '90s, like barbed wire. Yeah, it was like mm. a like a band around my huge guns. Mm. Um, huge guns, <laughs> no doubt. Love that. Uh, and then I kind of just well, and then I feel like once you get one, I, I Rudy, you're, I know you're probably this way too right like you just start it, then it, it becomes easy to just keep doing it and yeah. then i in interest of full disclosure i was a you know a lad who grew up in the 80s and was really into all the metal bands and the tattooed ones and that was kind of my jam and so i always i always just wanted to have an arm that was covered up in them so yeah um, i think that's why you and i get along so well is because we both came up in that same era of tattoos and metal and you know and then all of a sudden one day you're just you're putting on a button up and you're having to go in and read the traffic report on 35w and it's like what happened to us man like i was reading there was a metal band from minneapolis and one of those guys i mean these guys were huge they were on the road with ozzy osbourne and they were touring you know all over the planet and now one of them's a chiropractor in lakeville of course it's like what happened dude girls gotta eat yeah what happened yeah yeah why do you think it is that every couple of decades that tattoos come and go because when I was 16 years old, tattoos were huge. Now, I don't have yeah. any tattoos. Uh, but wh- why do you think it is that tattoos do come and go in our society? Is there any reason for that? Hmm. I well, don't really know. That's a, that, that, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, Tom, maybe some of the influence when you were that age might have been uh, kind of the the military guys. The I know I remember... Uh, growing up there was a vietnam vet who was all tatted up he was in the navy um maybe some of that would have been an influence on yeah it is weird it is weird that back in the day like literally merchant marines and guys that were mercenaries they had tattoos but nowadays you look at the guy who's handing you a cappuccino and he's covered in them and you're like "Eh, i don't know if it's got the same effect right right for sure i feel like that with me like i feel like such a poser i'm like um (laughs) I mean, what the hell do I do? I read a teleprompter for a living. It's not like I'm some kind of, you know, like tough guy or something. No. Which, which I think tattoos, Tom, probably when you're when you were talking about that age, it seemed like it was probably more of a, a tough guy biker thing. Oh, it was definitely a biker thing. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, and I know the biker thing is sort of what bled over into, uh, you know, the 80s and a lot of that music that was influenced. But then I think... Mm-hmm. I'd say now it's probably influenced a lot by um, hip hop culture sure. for younger people because a lot of the hip hop artists are like covered. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this or not. Dave Dahl, a sweet born to forecast tattoo. Born to forecast. Yeah, he does. Really? Yeah. BTF. Right oh, yeah. I like that. Right across his, <laughs> yep, across his what? Oh God. <laughs> Just kidding. You're I, I filthy. This person I know Dave, but I don't know him that well. We Brittany, don't. do you have any tattoos? I don't. I, I joined the military when I was young enough to see people do it badly. So oh, I yeah. I was like, I'm set. And plus, like, I always had this need to change everything about me. So 
I remember being like, oh, I can't wait to get a tattoo. And then just never making a decision. And I think that's, for me, the best since I have had to pivot so many times in my life. I, I can't commit to even, like, a hair color sometimes. So, But I, I, I feel like it is brave of you. I, I listened to you talk, Chris, about how you got something that was really trendy and then you're like, I'm not getting that again, but you're still getting tattoos. Do you now lean to like avoiding the trendy and just kind of go with like what's like, h- how do you make decisions and not feel like you're going to regret it in 10 years? Well, I think once and Rudy can attest to this, too. Like, I think once you get a couple of them, there's at that point, you're sort of like, I, I don't I'll get like the one I showed you. I have a huge octopus that is inside my bicep all the way around my lower arm. Like we were in Hawaii Mm -hmm. five years ago and I found this guy who tatted up like Motley Crue and a bunch of these other like really cool 80s bands. And so I'll get them. I got one in New Orleans of a Florida Lee. Like, I I mean, I I don't know. To me, it feels like once you start going there with them, there's less pressure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're there, man. Yeah. You might as well just keep adding them because you can't take them off. Right. But I haven't got one for all since that one in Hawaii, I guess, which would be five years ago. And I, I, now I don't know that I can justify the cost, man. I got a kid starting college next year. Ooh. Yeah. They and, do get expensive. And the time, right? Like, cause the hours. Yeah. yeah. Like that would, that'd be rough on me just sitting there. I do have a tattoo story, but it's not like your tattoo stories. Oh God. I've never gotten well, a tattoo. Uh, my friend, guy who's no longer with us, wanted to get the kid tattooed on his leg. Just T-H-E-K-I-D. Right. And for some reason, his buddy oh, no. that was doing the tattoo for him wanted to start it with the E and go back like E-H-T and then D-I-K. Kind of like some... so it would be centered, maybe. Yeah, that so was it why. would be centered. That's exactly why he did it. So it would be centered. Only problem is he put the E backwards. <laughs> oh, no. So what did it turn into? The E was back. Instead of going E-E-E, instead of going from left to right, it went from right to left. Okay, so... Oh, no. Yep, I got it. So, so do the kid backwards and say it out loud. It'd be dickhead. <laughs> That's almost where they went with it. Oh, no. What was it? What he did, because the E was backwards, it wasn't the kid. He just filled in the top of the E on the left side, put a six in front of it, so it said 69 kid. Oh, no. It's <laughs> great. That's bad problem solving. Yeah, it really is. If I'm okay, so we're in a vulnerable space. I will say this, Chris. I did have a nose ring, and that will forever be on my face as something that looks like a zit all for I've always. I've never noticed that. It's right there. That's right, that little bad boy. Oh, I thought it was a booger. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> so you you let it grow you let it grow through? Yeah, but it's will always be there. And Roger. I I also have a sky where it's like a little scar where I had an eyebrow one. So I what? have made mistakes. <laughs> I have, and they are there, and I can see them, but not a tattoo. Uh, when I was playing basketball in college, I had, I had two piercings in this ear, and Ooh. I had one piercing in this ear, and because you know I thought I was cool. Of course you did. And uh, <laughs> I went home for the first time, and my stepdad saw that. And that was the end of those earrings. I can tell <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a quick break. You stay with us for several more minutes, right? Yeah. Till till, till forty eight. I just want to yes, make sir. sure I get you out on time. I don't want you being late. Otherwise, Ginny will call up and go, hey, Bop Bop, get him out on time. <laughs> she calls me Bop Bop now. So I, I heard that. I heard yeah, that the other day. Unbelievable. All right. We will be right back in just a couple of minutes. More with Chris Eggert and Tom Bernard Show.
Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. When did life start getting so complicated? Buying a home, raising kids? Then there's insurance. What if I don't understand my policy? What if I don't have the right coverage? State Farm is there for your what ifs. You can reach them 24-7, file a claim on the State Farm mobile app, or simply call your agent to ask anything. So even if life gets tricky, insurance doesn't have to be. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. That's statefarm.com. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and with nationwide 5G. Plus get a Samsung A13 5G for only $99.88, down from $149. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. 5G capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Nissan has electric vehicles that excite. They've been perfecting the EV experience since 1947. They know you get an EV because it sparks your imagination. Testing their technology on the Formula E racetrack because they know you don't just get an EV because it's electric. You get an EV because it makes you feel electric. Head to your local Nissan dealer to check out the electrifying lineup and spark your imagination with a test drive of the Nissan Aria or the Nissan Nissan Leaf today. Nissan EVs that electrify. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. You know that every time I hear Amy Daniels say uncensored, I want to go uh, f you, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works for me. You know what I mean? Um, I have a question for you because I, I was just asked this, and you guys would know a lot better than me. I got a. a uh, it wasn't really a complaint. He said he was in a. He was in a tizzy because he went to. Uh, to download the app on his phone, but he has a flip phone. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I, what do you, the flip phone, you got no shot, do you? I think we just use them to, like, you know, throw at children. Isn't that what they're there for? To, like, you know, get them out of the, the cereal cupboard? Get out. Yeah. So, you, there's no technology at all on a flip phone, right? I mean, well, they did reinvent the flip phone. Oh, did a they? Couple yeah. Years ago, yeah. They did. I don't, um, I don't know if that. I mean, it's it must not be one of those. It yeah. must be one of the, like old old ones. Okay, well nine five two six hundred twenty five seventy five. If you know if you can use ninety nine percent of flip phones, that'd be good. Nine five two six hundred twenty five seventy five. I want to get my friend some help. Like as long as you can connect to Bluetooth in any way, you can get the show on your radio in your car. Yeah. You just have to connect with Bluetooth, which you can do with yeah. the app. But so do you think the new new flip phones do have apps, don't they? I think. I would guess so, yeah. In fact, I know, I'm I'm 99% sure that the new yeah. flip phones are all set up just like your 
you know, your iPhone or whatever. Speaking of phones, by the way, she was gifted an original iPhone in 2007, but she never opened it and just sold it yesterday for $63,000. Why don't I have stuff like that? I, I saw that. <laughs> you look pretty happy about it, I'll tell you that. I, we had a story, a, a, was it last year maybe, about um, first-generation iPods mm-hmm. and that people were selling first-generation iPods like in their original packaging for like the same ridiculous amount of money. Oh, yeah. And we had one from my late uh, mother-in-law's house, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to sell this. I got like $26 for it. Does it? Yeah. It's weird that other people get so much more money than the stuff yeah. you have. Yeah, because my grandmother had all the Disney classics mm-hmm. in like those original plastic VHS. And we just found out the other day that somebody had sold one for like $8,000 or whatever it was. And my mom tried to sell it and they were like, hey, we'll give you like $4. She's like, well, what yeah. about the lady who just sold Beauty <laughs> and the Beast for eight grand? they are like, well, this isn't that. This is not that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I'm still holding out. I have all the tags on my Beanie Babies. So I'm still holding. Oh, Beanie <laughs> no, Babies. not. Really? Okay, so I do, I do have quite a bit of Beanie Babies, but I have given them the go-go. So now the tags are wet and gross. So I think oh. I think her college fund is screwed. We'll be fine. Great documentary Listen. about the Beanie Babies, by the way. What, I'm, what, sp- I'm spaced on the name. If you just you know Google Beanie Baby documentary, it'll pop up. But they talk about like how wild it was during it was that time. Crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it really was crazy. And do you remember when McDonald's came out with them in the the Happy Meal, and you would just see grown ups going to McDonald's, being like, "I'll take twenty Happy Meals." Like, yeah. it was wild. Shirt tails. Remember when Hardee's used to give out shirt tails? That no. cartoon was around for a while. See, that's why it's a collector's item. If you have the oh. original shirt tails, what's a shirt tail? It's kind of like a Care Bear, but it was like there, they had a, there was a squirrel and there was a raccoon, and they were all called shirt tails, and they had shirts on. You know, it was, they had a different color shirt. Up. If you bought, if you got the entire collection from Hardee's, and you could, I mean, I think somebody sold one like three years ago for twenty grand. And it was just, uh, it just came in a, like a Hardee's, you know, Happy Meal or whatever they had at Hardee's at the time. Hey, raise your hand if you're a fan of Hardee's. I um, do like Hardee's. Yeah. Absolutely. You give me a Frisco burger over a Big Mac any day. Listen, hot ham and cheese is a, still one of the finest. There's one, is it in Laverne? No, it's in Wyndham. There's a great Hardee's in Wyndham if you're ever passing yeah, through. Baby. Well, there's one right off University near the station. Yeah, yeah. Over. yeah. yeah, yeah. just down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Love that place. Yeah. We're getting you out on time, pal. What do you think of that? You said 48. I love it. It's I, 48. I'm hungry for, for Hardee's. But, no, oh, you pick yeah. us up some, please. Just down the block. All right, pal. I think we'll... we have some food on the show today, so that's good. That's good. Excellent. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Thanks have a good day. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5. Eyewitness news. They still call it eyewitness news. I was like that. Whenever, yeah. Because I did the voiceover for like three different times. All right, give us a sample. Tonight on eyewitness news. <laughs> oh, I feel like I was there. Brilliant. Beautiful. Absolutely brilliant. No, I, it was just very even keel. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, a matter of fact, you know, direct TV, mm-hmm. because of the Hubbards, I was the very first 
voice of DirecTV, but it was just called DTV back then. Which does, I understand why they pivoted. Yeah. I got DTV on my phone. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) Do you? So do I. And if I end up in the ditch of a snow thing, you'll see me (laughs) hanging out watching some DTV. What the hell is DTV? Well, I mean, it just sounds like it's porn. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. No, it wasn't porn. I know, but I'm saying, like, I'm glad they switched. They pivoted to DirecTV. Like, DTV just does not hit the same. AT and T owns that now, right? Direct TV, because aren't they bitching about they're not going to carry the twins or something or what's going on? I'm not sure, but I have a question for you. Have there ever been a voiceover that somebody you they've tried to get you to do that you said I cannot, I will not? Absolutely. Okay, you have to tell us what it is. Well, there are too many. Uh, Tell us some of them. I want to. I don't want to do any of that. Just like. Can give us one that like won't burn that many bridges. I'll think about it and get back. To okay, that. I pr- I'll come up with a couple. Okay, but cool. I gotta, I gotta figure out. I I will remember this because um, I I I can't even imagine what they've come to you and being like, would you like to be the voice of? And you go hell to the no. I will tell you one thing. I I was hired one time, uh, and they didn't want to pay me as much as I cost. They said, well, but if we. If you have you only do like one line, would you do it for a little less money? I said, yeah, I know than you guys. So, all right, we'll do that. So they get one of their disc jockeys to finish it, and the original one went WPRK, Parkersburg, right? Yeah. But they didn't have enough money to pay me to do that. So I did half. I did WPRK, right? That's the yeah. part I did. And they had one of the local guys finish it. And it literally went just like this. I can't wait. WPRK. Parkersburg. <laughs> yeah, let's actually do that in real time. Tom, you do the WPRK, and then I, with my nasally weird sort of high-end voice, will do the Parkersburg. But, but you, you got to get it higher, and you got it Okay, now. yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay, yeah. ready? Uh, first of all, you got to go. They always had the big explosion. Oh, yeah, yeah. So go. WPRK. Parkersburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. You nailed it. You that nailed was beautiful, it. gentlemen. Oh, it was just beautiful. I just saw history being made. No question about I it. I loved it. I yeah. will listen now. That mm-hmm. is a show I'm into. My favorite voiceover story of all time, though, is Alan Hamilton. He was a brilliant actor, voiceover guy, nicest guy in the world. <laughs> he had a script to read about anesthesiologists and anesthetist nurses. I, I, too, I would be far too scared to even do it. And the great thing, and I have to have a piece of paper because this is exactly what it sounded. And he couldn't get it out. It just wouldn't come out right. Anesthesi, no, that's not it. Anesthesius, no, no. And he just couldn't say it right. Oh, that's so rough. And the great part is, it's at the bottom of the page. He finally nails it. Yeah. And it says... The anesthesiologists and anesthetist nurses. And of those anesthesiologists... Oh, no! <laughs> You're like, don't celebrate yet. It was phenomenal. Oh, that's amazing. He turns the page and it's the same thing. And he just massacred it again. It was unbelievable. But he was in a lot of... Um, who was the uh, the karate guy, the blonde guy? He's, he does the exercise equipment all the time. Chuck... Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris, yes. He, were, he, he was in a lot of Chuck Norris's movies. Alan Hamilton, I, I hope he's... A, here's the kind of guy Alan Hamilton was. He calls me one day and he goes, Tommy, you and I do very well, don't you think? And I said, yeah, I'm having a good life. He goes, I need, I need your, your assistance with something. I said, yeah, what's that? He said, one of my neighbors, some people came and stole his handicap van. They stole a man's <gasps> handicap Ooh. van. 
would you have any interest in helping me? You and I will go together and we'll buy him a new one. I said, absolutely no problem, right? That's the kind of guy he was. By the time I got over to his house, they had somehow returned the original one. Oh, that's amazing. Did they not know what it was? I mean, why would you return it? I maybe they finally were like, yeah, this was bad karma. We <laughs> yeah, that's listen, true. we're crooks and everything, but like this is yeah. Ugh. Speaking of awkward moments in a vocal booth, have you guys ever heard the Casey Kasem rant about the dead dog? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, that's a classic. Talk about a goddamn dog. <laughs> <laughs> How do I transition out of this? He was actually a very nice guy. I I. You've said that before, and I, that makes me happy because you want to believe he was sweet and he nice. He was a good guy, yeah. That's good he to was. hear. Shadow Stevens replaced It was between me and Shadow Stevens replaced him, and Shadow got the job. Did that so something then, you really wanted? Well, yeah, it was a big deal back then. American I mean, it was Top huge. It would have been, I mean. But they wanted somebody to sound like a disc jockey, and I don't sound like a disc well, jockey. Even though it was huge and very exciting, there is something that I don't think you would have loved about it, and it's that. that I mean, I don't want to say boring, but like reading that script. I don't know how much you would love to always do that every you day. Be an anesthesiologist and an anesthetist. I mean, you'd be good at, but like, I don't know. I think there's something about. I don't know if you would love doing that for very long. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's probably true. Because you're just like off the cuff, and like I think you'd get bored with that. Maybe. I have a question. Yes. It's about next hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, this hour going into next hour. Okay. And no, it's about next hour because we've got a break here in a couple of seconds. But uh, you think Adam Carroll is going to be on at 10 after? So far, I have not heard if he's going to be late or not. But what we're planning on right now is having uh, Adam Carroll at 910. Yeah. Which okay. is very exciting, by the way. Yeah. We're going to have to move something then because we have a spot break at 915. We do. I, I Yeah. Uh, reason why that is happening is kind of a little inside baseball because I didn't know what time we were going to be going to break. And the only times they had open mm-hmm. were at nine ten, and I said, we'll take it. Yeah. So if I had no one, we, but the next time, well, we definitely won't be doing we'll that at nine ten. Yeah. yeah. So do you think we'll only have them for five minutes then? Uh, no, we can still have them for ten. I've already, I already told the powers that be that we're going to move uh, spots a little bit. Okay, and then Judd can come on about five minutes late? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, good, yep. good. Thank yep. you. I just wanted to make sure that was true, because that, that'll be a great yeah. hour. Yeah. We have an exciting next hour, and Tevin Pittman. Tevin Pittman. in the building. Oh, God, i got to put up with his bullshit. That's I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> For not one, but two shows in a row. I, he's also well, on the Family Podcast. Yeah, I don't know why you do this to yourself. Speaking of Tevin Pittman and other black people. <laughs> what kind of trend? I will not be you a ready? part of that trend. Fine. You ready? I'm in. Sports radio host suspended over hurtful remarks. Boston host. Oh, here he is. We're already. just talking about you, Tevin. We need you to sit down so I can read you the hurtful remarks that were made by host Tony Maserati. Why don't we go to break, and then when we come back, we're going to have Tevin and the, his reaction to the story. Okay, we'll do that, because he... What? Oh, you can sit wherever you want. We don't care, Tevin. Not, not You're next a big to deal. Me. You need, like, a like a nameplate? Oh, my God. Yeah, not I next to me, though. Anywhere else. We'll but. Find, I do, at some point, you'll need headphones. Great. All right, I'll deal with Tevin. We'll be back here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 14 rounds of golf for only $90? You betcha. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at scorenorth.com. As a Golf Passport card holder, you are entitled to 13 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. A $400 golf value for only $90. With the Minnesota Golf Passport, you get to play 18 holes at each of these great area courses. The Refuge, Purple Hawk, New Ulm Country Club, Bull Rush, Elk River Golf Club, Bristol Ridge, Whispering Pine, Chamonix, Siren National, Emily Greens, The Ponds, Dahl Green, and Golden Eagle. 13 great courses, 13 rounds of golf, one low price. 
just $90. And $10 for every card purchased will benefit youth golf in Minnesota. Supply is limited, so go to scorenorth.com. That's S-K-O-R north.com. Type keyword passport to buy your passport before they're gone. Go to score, S-K-O-R north.com. Keyword passport for your 2023 Minnesota golf passport. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What do you think of that action, Tevin? Sounds nice. Sounds nice. Sounds- Tevin Pittman with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Sounds what? Very nice. Crisp, like professional. Crisp. Yeah, the, We're it's a big high deal. Quality. You guys have upgraded. Very, Thank you. Very crisp. There's no question about it. Rudy just came in. because You've never met Rudy? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. And I think Rudy had a good idea that I, I would introduce you to people like Rudy. Uh, except I have never seen you before in my life, so I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah I don't even know what no. title do you hold. Like, <laughs> like, how do we even introduce I was like... I at this point, I'm former House of Comedy general manager. Yeah. That's how it all started, I guess. Yeah. That's right. What is yeah. Tevin? Tevin like, is... I think the first time that I was on radio was because Lastman came running out into, like, the general waiting area where I would sit at KQ. Oh, and he yeah. was like... Tom's talking crap about you. You need to go on the air and defend yourself. <laughs> it was, what was he saying? I don't even remember what he was saying. I couldn't hear the morning show. I was too yeah. busy like greeting all the random people that Thank would walk you. by. I just told a story. I was talking about you yesterday, Tevin, and I go, the first ever, I've only done one nice thing in my life. And it was rescue me. And it said, you can come, we're going to both sit in my studio silently. Yeah. Why were you introducing everybody? What was well, that all about? Because they would, like, make me sit out at this, like, table in the middle of, like, the hall. And every sales rep, any whoever walked by would be like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. Oh, we love the comedians. And yeah. have these, like, mini conversations with oh, everybody yeah. that works. If anyone's ever worked in an open office environment, the anxiety you get from having to say hi to everybody that walks by. Oh, hi. Yeah. Like, get up from your phone. Oh, hey, yep. hi. And I was I was like, come hide in my studio. Yeah, pretty was like, yeah, follow me. It was you and uh, Allie, I think, yeah. was there at the time, yep. too. Yep. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. So basically, I'm here introducing you, and he's in the other room working on something that you're <laughs> a disaster. I apologize. No, uh, but please go ahead. Because Tevin and I met the other day when we no, did the family podcast late. for yep. a hot second. But, Tevin's yeah. like that cat that you fed once and he just keeps coming back. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so Thank you. How old were you when I met you? Uh, I must have been like 23, yeah, that's what 22, I'm something like that, 22, 23. Yeah, 22, 23. Back when you were young and in yep. your prime. Yep, now I'm washed up in, yep. over the hill. Yeah, Agreed. Now 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. No, it's one of those situations where, where you came in and, you know, Catherine and the kids and everybody, you got to know everybody, everybody wanted you around, all the rest of it. And then what I was thinking, you know, we got to get Tevin on the, on the new morning show as well. Because you're going to be here 
Tevin will be here. We'll hang out in the middle, and then he'll be on the family podcast as well because he is every Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah. that works out. And, and now that talking about my first time at like KQ, I remember, I think it was either the podcast or on radio, there was a comedian you asked, like, hey, did you listen to our show yesterday? And I'd never listened to KQ unless we were, like, going on your show. Right. And I was like, oh, no, like, I get up early in the morning. You guys aren't on radio. I didn't know what I was talking about at the time. And you're like, well, <laughs> the radio show starts at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you waking up before I like, ah. that. I was like, okay. Oh, you're just like, you got sweating. Me. Okay. And I'm like, well, like, I usually listen to sports radio and, like, so you don't oh, listen God, to another you station. Oh, God, you were saying everything wrong. Like, well, we talk about some sports on this show. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Never finally mind. I was just like... Black people really don't listen to your show, I don't think. Tom, that was my the only thing That's I could think not of. not true at and all, I, I found out that I was time. very wrong. But oh, I was I like, sh- my Democrat. I was like, we don't listen to you. Then, nope. And then You're I met Philip and is all. It was like, my mind was changed. couldn't stop saying things wrong. And I can respect I that and relate to that on a visceral like, level. I, I'm just going to let myself out now. <laughs> all right. Well, this ties in perfectly. This is a real story from Newser. It's originally yeah, the Newser staff. Sports radio host suspended over hurtful remarks. Boston host Tony Maserati joked about black people being car thieves on the radio. It's <laughs> hilarious. What? Probably what? shouldn't do that. No, not great. Oh. Okay, well, let me read the story and see what you think, Devin. Being a black man in America today, like you are. Boston. Does it surprise you that it's Boston? Not at all. Not, not me either. All. Me either. I love Boston, but that doesn't surprise me. I wonder if it was on, over on the West End. Or, I mean, excuse me, the North End. Sorry. Boston Sports Radio host Tony Maserati has been suspended for the rest of the week. Rest of the week? He didn't get fired for saying black it's people beyond. are all car Low themes. bar. There's a low right. bar there. Okay. Uh, he described it as an insensitive remark about black people on Friday. Mike Felger, Maserati's co-host on 95.8's Felger and Maz. Felger and Maz, man. Quit giving them free drops. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Was broadcasting remotely from New Orleans when Maserati commented on two black people sitting behind Felger at a hotel business service center. They can't hear us, right? Maserati asked. Okay, so I would be careful if I were you, because the last time you were around a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. (laughs) Guys like that. Like you, Tevin. Guys like you. Was I wonder, was that whoever he was talking to, was his car actually stolen yeah, like the last time he was weird. at a business center with two black guys? <laughs> <laughs> last time I, like, so funny. Oh, was it valet? Did you yeah. hand him your keys? Like, what are you talking about? On a previous trip to New Orleans where his daughter attends college, Felger's parents' car was stolen after you borrowed it and parked it on a street corner with a key. He left the keys in it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Herald reports Felger didn't respond to his co-host's remarks on Friday, but he called it a bad moment on Monday when Maserati <laughs> apologized. The remarks were insensitive, Maserati said, per the spun. I've heard of the spin. What's the spun? It's past tense. Yeah. Yeah. They, they get things well, they a day later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we already did that story. It's been spun. Yeah, great. Uh, they were hurtful, and frankly, they hurt the uh, cause for those of us who believe in racial and social equality and all those things, and I do. I'm on that side of the line, which is what uh, made this thing so difficult in so many different ways. Oh. So I owe everyone an apology, Maserati said. Do you want to just say anything negative about Italian people, Tevin? Uh, not right now, but I give me <laughs> not to their face. Let me get a commercial break. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll. I'll but think last of time here. you were around Italians, and, you lost oh, your iPad. Yeah, that's why. That's why Mike moved. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
How do you in 2023 say something like, yeah, black people, they're all car thieves? What? what? And like your car was, st- I don't want a victim shame or anything like that, but like you left the keys in your car. <laughs> yeah. and something point, bad might happen if you just leave your keys in your car. The amount, I mean, it just like shows me when people go, I left my keys in my car, I left my, key, my car running when I run mm-hmm. into stores. I go, have you never had to park on the street? Like, what? Right. What? Or people that will like live in the country and they're like, we never like lock our doors. Blows my mind. Yeah, I'm like, I couldn't even imagine. I can't not. What? I'm sorry. Oh my God. Why did I click on the news page? Why are you doing that? I, I gave we you articles. I ran through almost all of them already. We have so, okay, fine. I'm going to tell you one then. Well, I'm not doing the ones from three days ago that you left on there. <laughs> no, this is this is so. This is first off a day ago, and that all was two days ago. A day ago. Some of those stories. Yeah, just because you put it on there. Harry Styles did something that I wonder if you guys would be brave enough to do. So he went to Australia and performed, and they have this big tradition where they drink out of their shoe. Nope. Okay. I'm out. So he went on stage and said, fine, I'll do it. And he poured, I mean, he did water, but I'm sure it's in Australia, what? It's got a most likely beer. beer, yeah. Yeah. And he poured it in his shoe and then drank out of it. I would do that, but not with water because there's no flavor to mask the flavor <laughs> yeah, of your that's shoe. That's your problem. That's, that's my problem issue. with that. Yeah. That's the true. flavor. Because now you're just drinking shoe water. I promise you that if I did that, it would be like the like the amount of new shoe that I would be walking out. Like it wouldn't even be the shoe I came to the show in. I'd oh, be like, no. I'd be like casually changing shoes under the table. Yeah, we're not wearing like our everyday workout shoe and then no. just happen to drink out of it. No, this is a new new shoes. I don't understand something. Why do they do that? I, so Australians I, do this. Yes, lot? I guess it's a big Aussie tradition where you drink from your shoe. Like every day? No, like... I, uh, like a special occasion, a like special cheers occasion. type of thing. There's people with some weird traditions. Yeah. Like I've, He's a tennis shoe. I mean, it's rough. It's bad. Well, how do you even keep it in a tennis shoe? Ah, Jesus. Does he put that same shoe back on and finish the show? Yep. Yes, he does. Because he's yes, a rock star. Yes, he does, because he's a rock star. I mean, I bet you some people would pay money to drink out of Harry Styles' shoe. Did he used to be in, like, NSYNC or one of those bands? It was One Direction. One Direction. There, there we go. That's what it was. I knew it was he one went of his own. <laughs> well, did <laughs> now, Comedian Brian Miller has a great joke about him. He goes, it's funny that that guy was in One Direction when he goes both ways. Oh, see? I love Brian Miller. <laughs> Brian Miller is what the he, best. Brian Miller is good. No mm-hmm. doubt about that. He's a good guy. But didn't he hang out? He hangs out with Sandy, I think, on his podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, such a funny guy. San Severe, another Italian that's just a horrible person. He'd steal your car in a second. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have to leave your keys in the car for the Stanley. Seconds in, you're totally screwed. I just uh, I just looked down again. The Dow's dropped 700 points this morning. That's probably not good news, is it? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, One of those things I'm too de- like I don't know I don't know. Like, but it's so funny because once again I'm not getting involved in the politics of it. But you got one side going, oh the economy's looking much much better, and it's not of course. And the other side is going, oh my God, it's the worst it's ever been, and it's not of course. No. So you got two choices to make, and you're both wrong. That's hard. Yeah, there's nobody wants to live in the the middle ground, which is where no, no, that's reality really is set. That's very very true. Uh, Rudy, just let me know when you're good, you're good to go with everything. Absolutely, yep, I certainly will. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, Wall, Wall Street's worst day in two months uh, is today, apparently. Do you think, I mean, it's going to get tight, there's no question about that, but I, do you think we're going to go into a, a deep, deep recession? 
What do you think? I don't know, like how deep are we talking like another Great Depression type of recession? Are we just talking about like the two thousand, what was it, two thousand eight, like Eight. housing market crash type of and that was recession. bad enough. Yeah, that was bad enough the way it was anyway. But I don't know. That's wasn't it down like five hundred points yesterday too? Are they are they talking about yesterday? That didn't. In other words, it didn't open and go and, under. Right? right. We're not down. What would it be like twelve hundred? points so over the really, last two days i'm really hoping that's, <laughs> that's true probably. it had they had to be talking about yesterday's carryover is what i'm thinking because well the stock although it is 10 10 in new york so i suppose it could have dropped i don't know but let's we'll slog through get through and, and by the way if we have a good attitude about it and try to help one another instead of bitch constantly and make things worse it would be really nice don't you think yeah i mean at the end of the day like i it's hard to get hypersensitive about that when you got a lot going on about like reacting. Then that's the thing too, right? Mm-hmm. You can't react to the market extremely right. or it'll go worse. So luckily, I mean, I'm too dumb to get too excitable about uh, any of that stuff. I don't think if you're too dumb, you would know you were too dumb. So you shouldn't say I'm too dumb. No, but I love setting a very low bar for people to be like, don't worry. Then well, when I say other something, people. yeah, like, so when people oh. go, oh, I say something in five minutes where they go, right. that was a d-, they're like, well, she did say she was dumb. Yep. She did set the table. So that's my game plan. My favorite part about all this is I remember 2008 when the recession hit and the yeah. housing market crashed and everyone went, oh my gosh, it's everybody's losing their money and their 401ks and it's all gone and what are we going to do? I was like, ain't shit changed for me. Right. I'm in the exact right. same spot I was, so you guys are going to be just fine because I must live in a recession 24-7 then. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because right. I I, nothing changed. It's but, not like my bank account went away. It's not like my uh, my housing or like my uh, uh, the value of my home crashed or anything like that. It was like this is what some most people live. Just yeah. get used to it. It's a, that was a hard one though. If you had bought a house just recently prior to that, you took a huge hit. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just you're it, it will keep going on somehow. And well, let me just throw this in at the end. If it ever crashes again, don't uh, look at Uncle Tommy helping anybody because I had so many people that I knew that I helped out and they tried to screw me out of every dollar. Isn't that sad? Yeah. You try to help out people you've known for a long time and just because it's money, I never got most of it back. Never. I mean, you are a magnet for people. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Like the crazies that come out for you. It's true. And I'll I'll pay you back that five bucks. Jeez. I wish it was five bucks. That would have been great. Five dollars would have been fantastic. Now, people, it's so weird because I don't care if it's on the upside, the downside, or whatever. Nothing makes people weirder than money. I know. I mean, it gets really weird when people start talk, talking money. And uh, like, would you settle down for yeah. Christ's sake? I never thought. How many billionaires are there now? About seven thousand. Jesus, there are a lot of. Oh yeah, it seems like every day there's a new it is. billionaire that sprouts up out of nowhere. Makes us look really bad, don't you think? Us <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes me look terrible. <laughs> makes you look, I guess, okay. You'll be fine. Well, I don't know about that. You'll all be fine. That's my advice. Be, don't worry about a thing. It'll be just wonderful. I don't know. It just what onions brief fails to sway. Onion, what it says, Onion's brief fails to sway SCOTUS in parody case. Oh, so like it's the, the Supreme um, Court, they're no. going after the Onion? Yeah. What? The Supreme Are, Court. Is that an Onion story? Yeah. Like, uh, yes. no, it's Newser. So like they're saying that they had, the Onion had a parody that yeah. did not fly. Yeah. But 
you're going to the Supreme Court has to handle an onion case. Yeah, right. That's kind of weird. Well, here it is. Ohio man was arrested jail for mocking local police department. Mm. Well, you can't jail somebody for mocking you, can you? Wouldn't think so. Wouldn't think There's so. Mo- far more serious crimes that go unpunished. I think we can let the mocking the police slide a little bit. Is he ready to go? Yes, he is. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome the lovely and talented Adam Carolla. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. i got a new morning show. Can you believe that, Adam? After 37 years on the other station, i got a new morning show now. And uh, you were nice enough to pop on the, on the show. I appreciate it, man. Uh, my pleasure. Congratulations. After all 37, that time. Yeah. 37 years and uh, now uh, a new girlfriend. Well, I, you know, my wife's out of town. So, no, I, but, no you, you were so nice always coming on uh, the show and you invited me on stage at one time. Rudy's in, uh, on the show with me here. And uh, I know you guys have known each other for a while, but it's great to hear your voice. Great to hear your name. I uh, see you have a new book out. Everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. I love the title, Adam, because this apology thing just doesn't work anyway, does it? No, it, it doesn't. It just sends up the bad signal that you are a person who apologizes. So then you'll have more people come to you asking for an apology. Yeah. So it's like putting a saucer milk out for a stray cat. The next day, you got two stray cats in your backyard, and in two weeks, you got a dozen. And I'm just sort of making my policy not to apologize, not to not apologize to my kids if I do something wrong, but apologize for things that I say and, and ideas that I have and jokes that I have, because uh, once you start going down that road, you never come back. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. I should mention also, not only the new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something, Advice, Answers, but No Apologies. On March 9th, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Adam Crow will be appearing there. But the big one, and I might be on vacation that week. I might have to slide over because uh, we, we vacation on the east side of Florida. But March 24th, 25th, you're going to be uh, off the hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. I might have to make that drive over to see you, pal. Oh, that would be awesome, Tom, if you can come out and have a beer backstage. Oh, you don't want me to have a beer backstage? (laughs) No, it would just be great to see you again. It's been a while since I've seen you. I mean, I keep keep track of you on television. You do a lot of television appearances and all the rest of it. you got to still be having a ball, aren't you? Yeah, listen, I worked for a living for a long time, Mm -hmm. and I was a carpenter, and I got up, I drove a truck, I rolled my tools out at, you know, 6.45 in the morning. I worked in the cold. I worked in the heat. You know, I I worked for a living. So sitting around and talking for a living or standing up on stage with a microphone, it just doesn't feel like work to me. It never it never has. It's interesting you say that because people ask me that all the time since you've been in radio since I was 18 years old. I, well, I worked for Capitol Records for seven years in the middle, but that wasn't like working either. So, yeah, I've never really, doing voiceover and doing radio and doing podcasting and all that, I've never worked for a living. That's true. It's a very good point. Yeah, well, I really worked for a living for over a decade, and I have something to compare it to, and I can tell you that real jobs suck. (laughs) So that's why I've never... Um, I've, I've never taken for granted doing a podcast, doing a radio show, you know, talking to you 
writing a book, you know, doing voiceover stuff. It, it just, it, it's, I used to work hard and then the lunch break would come around. And when the lunch break came around, you'd get a half hour and I would sit around and tell jokes and have a laugh and talk. And then it was time to go back to work. Well, now I'm getting paid to do the thing I would do for free during lunch. God, isn't that great? That is wonderful. Adam, I know you worked hard, but I mean, were you ever a stay-at-home mom? Because let's be honest, that's really the hardest job. Uh, yeah, that's the hardest job. <laughs> like when an actor says, my greatest role is as a father. Give me a break. I love the reference. Though. I just love that we are just bringing all the female listeners in, Rudy. <laughs> you just love our demographic, don't you? No, it's just nice to have somebody back me up when I say things oh, like that. He's Rudy on the phone. Needs yeah. his back up. Oh, you need your big bad Corolla to come in and back you up. Oh, that's any, okay. I'm not mm-hmm. that scary. Any job that starts with stay at home can't be that tough. Oh, I agreed. Like agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never been a stay-at-home mom, but the small amount of time, I just, I just, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm, I'm the reason why you, you try to do both. Meanwhile, we're all broadcasting from our homes right now, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm living here. We're, we're not. Yeah, no, no, we're not. Obviously, we're not. No, thanks, thanks for picking up the ball and yes, ending on that one there, Brittany and Tevin. Thanks, guys. Jesus. Okay, sorry, sorry. Sometimes you just gotta let somebody right, fail on their own. I, I want to see where this goes. <laughs> well, I could mention that for 25 years I did my uh, show by myself from a wine cellar, so that was good. Yeah, you really had it made back did. when you didn't have to come into the studio. Well, we had the highest ratings in America. That, that I could do true. whatever the hell I wanted to do. That's true. Oh, Adam, you're so right what you said. I, I did a deployment, and there's something to be said now. I get paid to wake up at the same time and barely put on pants and come talk in a microphone. You definitely have good perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be missing from a lot of the kids because they're not going to have those kinds of jobs you know uh-huh. i worked at mcdonald's when i was 16 yeah. you know like i i learned early what i didn't want to do you know everyone always talks about what do you want to do what do you want to do it's like you also have to figure out what you don't want to do and standing behind a griddle at mcdonald's for eight hour shifts and being on a construction site digging bitches for eight hours i definitely learned what i didn't want to do and yeah. that helped get me into what I've wanted to do much more quickly. I think that's wonderful. You just reminded me of a story because <laughs> I did deliver things, groceries to people's house from a, used to be called the Red Owl supermarket and just not having to go through any, I, I delivered groceries to this old man's house. This is back when I was 16, so a long, long time ago, late, the late 60s. But I deliver the groceries, and he's a nice guy, and he says, yeah, thank you so much. I'm very, you know, got the old man voice going, all the rest of it. Thanks so much for delivering this stuff. And as I'm leaving, now this is 1968, okay? So it was a long time ago, but not World War I. Uh, I go to leave, and he goes, oh, son, son? And I said, yes, sir. He goes, I want you to do me a favor. Don't get hit by a streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> well wishes. I will not, sir. Not a lot of streetcars because remember who tore those up? 
We did actually have streetcars in Minneapolis back in the 1950s, but uh, Hubert Humphrey and Carl Polad and I can't remember the other guy decided to get in the bus business, and all those streetcars went away. There you go. Isn't that amazing? And you barely got hit. Adam, I am literally, because I know you you got to get going here because you're a very, very busy schedule, but I will definitely, I, if you don't mind, I'll give you a buzz and we'll set up something uh, March 24th to 25th. Come over and see you in Naples. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Come on out. Shows are fun. They are indeed. Adam Carolla, it's always a great pleasure. Everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. The book is available everywhere. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Just go to Amazon or just go to adamcarolla.com and you can find out, you know, the shows, the dates, the books. It's all there. And how many books now, Adam? You've got a lot of books out there. That's wonderful. I think this is my sixth. Your sixth book. Wow. Well, I can't wait to see you next month, Pally. So I appreciate your time today and, and come back on this show soon. I love seeing your name on the docket. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Have a good day. Adam Carolla, ladies and gentlemen. Again, the new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something, Advice, Answers, No Apologies. I wish he was coming to town here because he does. Yeah. He goes to the varsity usually, doesn't he? He was just at Acme, uh, when was that? Not that long ago. Oh, was he yeah, really? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, a year and a half ago maybe. Yeah, yeah it might, that might be a year and a half ago. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's getting, due, he's getting due for a return then. Yeah. yeah. He should be coming back. You're not supposed to throw up on the air. I don't know if you know. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go get some sawdust and clean that up. And oh then while, while that's happening, how about we go ahead and go to so break real quick? We'll go to break because we got Judd Relatable. We'll join us right after this break. 14 rounds of golf for only $90? You betcha. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at scorenorth.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you are entitled to 13 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. A $400 golf value for only $90. With the Minnesota Golf Passport, you get to play 18 holes at each of these great area courses. The Refuge, Purple Hawk, New Ulm Country Club, Bull Rush, Elk River Golf Club, Bristol Ridge, Whispering Pine, Chamonix, Siren National, Emily Greens, The Ponds, Dahl Green, and Golden Eagle. 13 great courses, 13 rounds of golf. One low price, just $90. And $10 for every card purchased will benefit youth golf in Minnesota. Supply is limited, so go to scorenorth.com. That's S-K-O-R north.com. Type keyword passport to buy your passport before they're gone. Go to score, S-K-O-R north.com. Keyword passport for your 2023 Minnesota Golf Passport. Get ready for your first Minnesota Golf Round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals. Great deals on apparel and equipment. Plus, your chance to sink a pod for $100,000. And so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our Silver Unlimited plan for $45 a month with unlimited high-speed data and with nationwide 5G. Plus get a Samsung A13 5G for only $99.88, down from $149. If you're looking to get the most out of your refund, your search ends here. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Cleaning your fuel system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tecron fuel system cleaner on sale now. Buy one, get one free. Plus, get two times O Rewards points. Get more fuel saving tips from the professional parts people at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nissan has electric vehicles that excite. They've been perfecting the EV experience since 1947. They know you get an EV because it sparks your imagination. Testing their technology on the Formula E racetrack because they know you don't just get an EV because it's electric. You get an EV because it makes you feel electric. Head to your local Nissan dealer to check out the electrifying lineup and spark your imagination with a test drive of the Nissan Aria or the Nissan Leaf today. Nissan, EVs that electrify. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, you forgot Fawn, who's six years old. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, she's actually left. pulling those strings quite a bit. Oh, Fawny. She, man, she got those heartstrings, no doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, you tell me another uh, show, morning show in the country, you just had Adam Carolla on. You go right from Adam Carolla to Judd Zolgad. Forget it. <laughs> it couldn't be any better. What type of transition is that? Well, I'm just telling you. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, exactly right. The bro. pressure's the on, The man Judd. showed a Judd Zolgad. <laughs> the guy who was told years ago by someone that the first thing I should do is get a non-diplume because my name was so bad. I like your name. What's wrong with your I, name? I don't know. A guy called me up and said, if this is going to be your byline, you need a non-diplume, son. I'd like and you to use the name Tits McGee. Is that okay? That's I think that's taken. More, it might have been more popular. <laughs> I yes, don't I mean, think so. I think everything's wrong. Oh, my God, Amy's here. What are you doing here? I love you. We just decided that Judd, <laughs> Adam Carolla followed by Judd was a really good thing. You like it? Oh, even Amy likes it, Judd. Well, that's good to know. That's very good to know. By the way, your mic sounds terrific. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know what? That was, uh, let's just say this, that was aging older man error yesterday. Okay, Tevin Pittman is with us here. You probably never, have you guys ever met? Uh, nope. No. Uh, but I should mention to you uh, that uh, Tevin Pittman's on, on Wednesdays and then on Thursdays you've got Mike Gelfand coming in. So these will be people that you'll, you'll be talking to. And uh, Tevin's a little upset because there's a story this morning about some guy named Tony Maserati on the radio out east. I think it was in Ohio maybe said on the air that black people steal a lot of cars. And Tevin, as a black man in America today, didn't seem pleased by that. What do you think, Judd? That is probably something you don't want to say. That's, that's <laughs> what I think. He's like, like, how can I delicately sidestep like, this question? Like if, I, like if I was going through, Tom, if I was going through my personal list of hot takes, I'd probably leave that one out. I, I get it. But to, but to be fair, they can also dance well and score touchdowns. That okay, so true. listen, that's everybody true. relax. It's yep. a double-edged sword. Yeah. Yep. So you're welcome, America. You're welcome for what I'm giving you. Yeah, yeah, a couple America. cars. Like, get over it. Get over it. <laughs> i got to mention one other thing here, too, because uh, I do this, Judd, and if it's embarrassing, I'm sorry. But um, going back in the Hubbard building, seeing everybody, you know, Kate Bendell and Brooke and all these people that I've known for so long. I still haven't seen Rachel yet, but I, I want to run into her. But uh, you were right there with the rest of them. You sent me that nice note yesterday. Man, that was great. Thank you. Of course. No, well, we're. You know what? I I t told you this. This is thrilling. I am actually, and I and I, I don't know if the younger 
thrilling for me. And I don't know if the younger kids get this, but, I mean, this is a big deal, man. This is a big deal. I think it's fantastic. I do, too. And, you know, Amy Daniels and Dan Seaman worked their ass off to get this thing put together. And anytime, anytime, I said, well, I need Tevin on the show. Okay, no problem. Well, Gal Fan wants to come on. Yeah, that's not a you problem were, either. You were ready for a fight at every moment. <laughs> I want Judd. And they're like, sounds good. And you're like, no, I said I, oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's how cool. it used to be, as you remember. But mm-hmm. So what's going on in the sports world that I should know about? Now, first of all, I, I, I warned you yesterday, Judd. I'm a yeah. huge Twins fan. So I'm going to be driving you nuts about that the whole entire season. I love baseball. So... No problem. I just hope again. I just hope that things go well and that and that they can keep guys on the field. Yeah. That's what I hope because, as I told you yesterday, this is a lot of ifs, right? If Buxton stays healthy, if Kirloff, you know, if his arm doesn't basically fall off, yeah. if this. So, but I, I love the sport. Now, here's what I'm excited about, though, and I don't know as an old school fan how you feel about this but for me personally as an old school fan Tommy I love it the rule changes the pitch clock yeah I I mean there was a long time where we could go to a game at Met Stadium or the Metrodome right and you knew you'd be out of there what three hours was long oh yeah yep you know two 245 felt absolutely normal Mm -hmm. and you know as much as I love the sport I don't think I sign up for any sport where I go and it doesn't end. <laughs> and that's how baseball felt to me. Right. It right. didn't end. And and that's not what I grew up with. And so I actually think trying to speed up the game is just a great thing. And I just hope that we can get back to where, you know, 250 or something along that for time of game becomes the norm. Yeah, I think that's a really good, really good take on it because, well, and they've done things like, what it is an extra innings now? They they post somebody at second base. Yeah, you know that does help a lot. Yeah, I was say, are you a fan of the when you say rule changes? Are you a fan of the extra innings rule as well? Because if, to me, like I'm not a huge baseball fan, but it does feel a little bit gimmicky to just put a runner on second base to start out with extra innings. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree completely. Except I love hockey. And they end games with shootouts, which is akin to baseball saying, let's go to a home run derby. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, no, I am not that offended. As long as they don't pull those stunts in the playoffs, which I wouldn't like. Yeah. um, I think trying to get people home at a decent hour, especially in a generation of TikTok kids, right? Who, you know, they do not want to go to an event and they are the future of the sport. They do not want to go to an event where we go to the 18th. It's one o'clock in the morning, and let's let's start talking about what the curfew is. So, like, I think the most important thing is one for my own sanity is keeping games at a decent time of game. But also, you have to look at sports and where sports are going and the attention span of this country, and and have something they can deal with. And I think kids want to go to baseball games to drink, have fun. But nobody falls in love with, you know, I, I was up until 1.30 in the morning last night watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> 1.30. Yeah, that'd be a Don't. thrill. I know. But, yeah, I, I – matter of fact, very quick Gelfan story. Uh, Gelfan called me. He interviewed me for one of the newspapers he was working at. I don't remember where he was working at the time. It might have been Ad Age or somebody like that. Okay. I think that's who it was. But uh, he – 
he wanted to interview me at work, wanted to interview me at home, you know, going out to different places he wanted to do the interview. But it just so happened that he came to my house uh, the night of a Twins game. And this was a long, long time ago. I was much, much more immature, I'd like to point out. A little animated about the results well, as well. Let me show you about <laughs> how animated it was. He looked at me because he saw that I literally had nine bobbleheads of the nine starters on the Twins that night. And when they would come up, I would bobble their head a certain number of times to get a single, a double, oh a triple. My God, oh, my gosh, Tom. I was putting the old Roman Catholic whammy on them. I remember, <laughs> I remember when you told me, you said, Catherine said, I got to calm down about the results of these games, and Ish. it's getting me more excited. I was like, the opposite results are happening right now. I need you to take it down 45 notches. Oh, God. But I told Herbeck that story years ago, and he said, you used to bobble my head. That's and I said, so you got it. funny. <laughs> that is so quirky and so you. And I bet you're like, if they didn't get the, oh, I forgot to bobble his head for the double. Won the World Series in 87 and 91. That's all I know. Uh, Got to get you some more bobbleheads. Right. <laughs> we need more. Yeah, honest to God, Judd, can you get me more bobbleheads? The thought that was going through Herbeck's mind as you said that, first of all, I'd love to jump inside his brain and find out because I'm sure it was something uh, uh, very untoward. And by the way, Tom, I collect them. I am sitting in a room. I am sitting in a room. I don't know if you can see me. I can't see you. I can see you, yep. Okay. I can see you. Earl 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 Batty, baby. Earl Batty. Hold on. I got one. I've got like 2,000 more. But here's one for you. At Twins Fest, a catfish hunter I picked up. Oh, my God. I thought it was Mike Lindell. (laughs) (laughs) The same person. (laughs) Why don't we take your Buxton one and wrap him up in bubble wrap for this season? Like. Hold on a second. Oh, oh, he's got another one. This is wonderful, Judd, that you have the same setup I got. I've got like four Buxtons. Yeah, wrap him up. Don't let him get hurt. So what's what's your most prized then uh, bobblehead that you have? Oh, you know what? I I think it's my weird ones that I bought. For instance, the the Blylevin. Oh, Bert. Circle me Bert one. Yeah. That... That this was actually done. I don't know if you guys can see the shirt. Victory Sports, the short-lived, really bad idea of a Twins network. <laughs> when Bert was working for him, but see, he bobbles and his hand also moves, so he can circle things. Oh, I like that. I'm a really weird 53-year-old guy. I'm going to admit that to you right now. I live like I'm probably somewhere between 12 and 15. I love that though. I just. I get excited about the twins, and I'm so I'm even more impressed. I did leave you my phone number on the on the return email, didn't I? I did not see one. Oh, I sent you an email or a text. Oh, message you did. Or whatever the hell it was. We'll get you guys in touch. Yeah, we'll have to get. We're gonna stay in touch because, man, if I had known you were in, big into bobbleheads, this would have happened a long time ago. Bobbleheads and baseball cards. Still, <laughs> I, I I used to collect them. I quit for years, and then like a lot of the world during the pandemic, I just got bored. Yeah. So I, I am actually two cards away from a Rod Carew collection of every normal Topps card that he had while playing for the God, Twins. That's wonderful. Congratulations. What's your wife think <laughs> of all this, Judd? Um, as long as I don't show her stuff, 
like the one thing she, she says is, I do not want to see them. Like she'll yeah. look at them occasionally, mm-hmm. but if I'm like, honey, I got the latest Carew today. He's pointing at his like, crotch right now. As long as she doesn't have to see them, <laughs> exactly. totally okay. Relatable. <laughs> 30 years, you know, we, we've been together for about 35 years now or oh, something like that. So it, it's an understanding. Yeah. It's an understanding of what she wants to know about things and what she doesn't want to know about. Things. I respect Pretty. that. That is wonderful. What kind of bobbleheads does she collect? Um, zero. What's you her don't thing? say. No, but like, what's her thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, because we all have things. Like, what's her thing that she's like, you don't talk to me about it, I don't talk to you about it. Because like, me and my husband also have that agreement. You know, I'm not really like that too, too much because I will say this. What is, I think she's smart enough not to tell me stuff. Yeah, yeah we are. I, be, because I'm not sure about you guys, but every day, in front of my house, it feels like there's at least an Amazon package or two. Yeah. I don't even open them now. No, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. I just put them in the house. I say, honey, there's another package with your name, and that's that. Isn't that a fact? I just brought that up, honest to God, just about a week ago. Uh, Tom, you got three packages at your door. Well, they're not for me. They're for Catherine. Well, how do you know? Because they always are. They always are. <laughs> they're <laughs> always for This her. conversation I have a hundred times with my husband. He goes, oh, is that new? And I go, no, I've had this for years. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh-oh, what? This good. thing? I've had this for years. And like then conversation ends and like that's how we live our life. The All phrase right. that I hear is you don't pay attention. Mm, yeah. She's not oh, yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. She's not wrong. <laughs> well you have, you're too busy focused on your bobbleheads. Is yes. there a dollar amount roughly that you think you've spent on yeah. bobbleheads? Don't, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't even want to consider it. Yes, and I don't want to consider it, okay? Okay. I, I mean, it's not even worth it. How dare like, you, Tevin? Uh, yeah, like, shot. if I were to bring this up and it were to get out publicly and somehow get back to her, I just oh. don't think it'd be good for me. No, I agree. we got to save your marriage. Judd, we're going to have a ball, man. Uh, sorry, we got you on a little late today, so thanks for staying later with That's us. Okay. I really appreciate it. But, man, i got a new buddy. He's got bobbleheads. Who doesn't tie baseball and bobbleheads together? I'm your guy, Tom. You I'm are your guy. Good. Oh, you and, are. and just quickly, last thing, stay-at-home mom might be the toughest job I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank you very much, w- Judd. I've always found you to be an intelligent man, but Oh god. Well, here but 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 I'm going to say I'm going to follow it up by saying something inflammatory, which is I don't have kids and there's a reason why and Anyone who has to manage, I think, two or more kids I know. every day, um, it would be like being a coach in sports. Oh, yeah. I think when you start to realize that, as I had this thought yesterday, when you have a job where you don't get to pee whenever you want, that's not a great experience. And I, being a stay-at-home mom, that's when I realized, like, you, you, you don't have the liberty to say, I'm going to go take a bathroom break. I'll be right back. Take care of yourself. Like... Oh, it's exhausting, but you can't I'm, get away from screaming people. No, That's I know. All I need to see. And if you're if know. you're sick, the baby's sick, and what? But you know what? I think Rudy's going to need to call his uh, daddy Corolla because he's probably going to feel real sad that somebody disagreed with him. No, I think what I think is that we're what six minutes think? past when we we're supposed to go to break, yeah. and you guys keep asking questions. Well, that's, that's why I keep saying that's things. That's the producer, like, man. That's <laughs> the producer. Up next? Gonna, uh, all right, you guys. To, thank right, you. Judd, thank Bye, you, Judd. See you, buddy. Thank you. Bye. See you tomorrow. But I'm telling you, honestly, God, from now on, when it happens, because it happened three times today, yep. I'm going to jump in and go, Wally's next. <laughs> Wally's next. <laughs> We Wally is next. We'll be right back. I love it.
Get ready for your first Minnesota golf round of 2023. The 32nd Annual 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, February 24th through Sunday, February 26th. Grab your foursome and check out all that this year's show has to offer. Free lessons from PGA professionals, great deals on apparel and equipment, plus your chance to sink a putt for $100,000 and so much more. Tickets and more information at minnesotagolfshow.com Meet Joe A, Joe B Hello, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with AutoSafe. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. With premium finishes and unbelievable torque, the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria is a silent ride with all the sensations. Rimming with style and innovation, this stunningly powerful EV flaunts dual monolith screens and a lounge-like atmosphere with its elegant, spacious interior design utilizing timeless Japanese futurism. The brilliantly fierce, all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Head to NissanUSA.com for more information. 2023 Aria has limited availability. Contact your local dealer for inventory information. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. I gotta try just that Breeze right, car. Just right, just right, just right, la 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 la. With up 40 days of consistent sin, all over Breeze car clips right on your pit. And no, my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What do you think of that action, ladies and gentlemen? Amy just got here. She moves a little bit. She's very complimentary, and then she talked to everybody else. But See? Nah. See how I tied that in? I'm a work in progress. It was a flat-out lie, but, you know. No, she is here, but no. I, 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 one of the things that has always been my situation is when shows go by very quickly, it means they're good and we're having fun. This yeah. show just flew by today. It's wild. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. I feel like any time the time yeah, goes by fast on the radio show, hopefully the listeners are having fun because it, it feels very effortless. Today felt like that first day where we really hit our stride. Yeah, we're getting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a little bit. There, yeah, a couple of hiccups along the way. And I know we still have another 16 minutes before this thing ends, so who knows? It might end up just imploding in on itself. But That's for right, right now... Knock on wood. I think we're doing okay. Yeah, we're moving along. What's the great thing I love about the whole deal is it's not fake. This is not fake happiness, because you could tell after my last few years on that other joint, I can't even pretend I'm having fun if I'm not having fun. I can't. I just, I've tried it before. I don't. I'm not big on two things. I'm not big on putting up with lying and people ass kissing. I hate those two things so much. I can't. Even, and I can't because I can't do it. Yeah, I make mean, it lie and say things like I really like Tevin, and, and you know. Well, you're totally right, Tom. And let talking... me tell you this: you're always right. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're I always know. right. Always right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though; like, Tevin is annoyingly likable. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna stop after annoying for a second, <laughs> no! and I was like, this has been the worst like, show. Ever. I I hate. I mean, That's hilarious. I I don't like how likable you are. Okay, you guys, I do have to tell the story. That is. From yesterday, if that's okay, Mr. No, Bernard. Oh, my gosh. We've, we've, the ship has sailed. All right, Heinz 
you know, they make well, ketchup, ketchup and yeah. they do pretty darn good, in my opinion. Um, they are looking to find a person who was stuck on a boat and survived mainly on ketchup. They want to make that person their spokesperson. Yeah, I can see. Um, this person went out to, they were like working on their boat and they, the, it took them out to sea by accident and they were stuck adrift for 24 days. And they were able to survive off Heinz, some seasoning, and some, um, they had like a package of noodles. Um, but right now, their big thing is we're trying to currently, they're doing like, and it's kind of a little bit, I would say triggering, they're doing like a message in a bottle kind of theme. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> of like, to whoever finds this message, we need your help tracking down an amazing man with an amazing story. You may remember Elvis Francois as the brave sailor who survived on nothing but ketchup and spices while adrift at sea for 24 days. Well, Heinz wants to celebrate his safe return home and help him buy a new boat. And this guy's probably like, I don't ever want to go on He doesn't want a boat, and he also never wants to eat ketchup again. (laughs) (laughs) Same! Like, Like, what? 24 days, that's all. First of all, I would have lasted maybe a week on this boat. <laughs> not even. Not even. I would, me personally, it's, no. Ketchup and noodles and seasoning? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Could you guys shut up so I can hear the Gilligan's theme? <laughs> like. <laughs> but I will say this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you can't hear this. My feeling. Uh, spoiler alert. They get stuck on an island. Um, they, like, I will say this. If you don't have Heinz. You have nothing. Like, if you have the knockoff version of ketchup oh, yeah. in your fridge, oh, yeah. you have nothing to me. That starts with an H, too, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Hunts. 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 Yeah, there, there he goes. Go. Hunts. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I hate to burn good? bridges, but, like, my husband, he wants, because if you go to Costco, if you make a mistake, it's a big mistake. Like, it's not a little mistake. You make a big mistake. Right, well, that's because you're buying everything in bulk. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep. yeah. It's like you can't, that's not where you make your mistakes. You know what I love? Those 55-gallon drums of cheese balls. Love them. It's like, what oh, the hell? I could casually just, I could live up, just sit with But you with can those. live in that thing. Oh, that, they, sure. that thing's got to be like 55 gallons, uh, for Christ's sake. I could die in that and be fine. I do love Costco, though. Duh, I, I love really Costco. Do. Don't even, I can give you weekly, like, what are their best buys. I The way <laughs> I feel about Costco. Wait, are you like, you love Costco where you like go eat in the food court when you shop as well? I've never actually eaten the food court. No. Okay. But I've been told it's great. But I always am there by myself. And so like I'm waiting for Go-Go to get a little older so I can like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I tell myself you can stop. But then I always have like freezer stuff and I just feel the compelled to like, just keep moving, just keep moving. But have you ever watched, they have this robotic pizza maker at Costco? It's amazing. Okay, they have this device that they'll just show you. They have like a window to where they make pizza. And it's like a robot. It's, it spits out the sauce from above and like spins. It's insane to watch. Like that alone is a movie and a show. It's like the Krispy Kreme donut process except for pizza. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Um, Rudy, is that Fa- Fairborn, Ohio? Fairborn, Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike from Fairborn, Ohio with us. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Tommy. How you doing? Never. Now that you're on, I'm doing very well. Hey, I used to work with work as a loose term in radio, but I used to be on the ra- work at the radio station with Rudy in the olden days. Mm. What? But, uh, back, back in La Crosse, Wisconsin. But anyway, my dad, I grew up in... Milltown, Wisconsin. I went to high school in Balsam Lake. Okay. And my dad had my dad had the greatest taste in radio. I mean, he had Boone and Erickson on all the time. Love him. He loved 
he loved Steve Cannon and Howard Viking and those guys. Sure. And I, I used to listen to I remember going to the state fair when I was a kid. I was afraid to say hi to Steve Edgeford. I was too shy to say hi to him. But uh, it, and, and I, I grew up listening to Heinz and Bergland in high school and junk like that. But Still a good friend. Then, hey, I, I was going to say a long-time listener, but this is, what, number three or whatever like that? Oh, yeah, uh, number three. <laughs> show number three, Mike, yes. Anyway, I had some great teachers in radio. You know, like Dick Record and Kelly Wilde and them, and sure. they always thought I, I I fell into radio. I got asked to be on the AM station one night after DJing a dance. Kelly goes, "I need a body for wisdom. You want to be on the radio?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You know, but uh, I I in medium market radio, lacrosse, Wisconsin, fifty thousand people. I mean, people are going to school for that, and I'm like, "How do you get on the radio?" Kelly asked me to, but uh, anyway. Your show reminds me of a little bit of the Boone and Erickson, a little screwing around, a little seriousness and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. I loved Boone and Erickson. They were terrific. And, and, and Maynard's Speed. Those guys used to get away with some stuff on CPO in the old days. Oh, yeah. Holy Moses. But, yeah, uh, no doubt. <laughs> and then years, years later at the State Fair, I remember me and every other street guy at the fairground looking at May Young going, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, May was a, well, probably still is a beautiful young woman. It just dawned on me as we were sitting here. I remember a story. One time, it was right when I first started working with Mike back in the day at uh, 95.7 The Rock in La Crosse, Wisconsin. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. We, you know, we played like Ozzy Osbourne, Mudvayne. Kiss, you know, have, we played a ton of metal, we played a ton of rock, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden one day you'd be listening to it and be like Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train, and then it'd be coming out of it, I'm going off of the rails, and then Mike would get on and go, hey guys, it's 95.7 The Rock, so I brought in my pan flute tonight. You remember that Brewer bus trip that one time, Rudy, you're like, ah, you AM radio people, you don't know how to party, ah, and then... Rudy passes out for three and a half innings against some poor old man's shoulder at Miller Park. Oh. Yeah, that was the game I that was the game I accidentally walked into the ladies' bathroom at Miller Park. Oh Remember God. it well. You work in radio so long enough with people, you get a pile of dirt on them, baby. I'm sure Rudy has dirt on me, but anyway, no, I I, I listen on the the app and stuff, and I I just love it, and I'm. I'm carrying mail right now and missing radio so bad. No, so. call in. You can be on the radio whenever you want. Oh, I appreciate uh, it. Let, let's hold off on that uh, sentiment there, Tom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's nice to have him on every once in a while, all right? That'll do it. Yeah. You, you, mean, you, mean, you mean all the times the last two and a half days, Rudy's been stopped bugging me for Christ's sake? I can ignore that or what? <laughs> yeah, you can just ignore yeah. it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Mike, thank you so much, but uh, stay in touch, will you? It's great here. See, I love radio stories, but I have to ask you both a question. Mm-hmm. Did you both live in La Crosse when you worked there? Yeah. Yeah, I love that town. I, 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 I lived right downtown on Pearl Street. Oh, sure. Circus, and I lived above probably the noisiest bar in town. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. But, but man, be, being an ex-Navy submariner, I can sleep through anything. But, uh, yeah. No, that town, I, I've spent a little time, uh, a little time. I've never stayed in La Crosse. But I spent a little time there. I just love that town. That's yeah. a great town. Man. Favorite city in the Midwest. Yeah, I easily. would. I would say. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. George went from Cheers. Used to come and hang all the time. And Did he yeah, really? Oh yeah, no. He used to come down. There was a place called Diggers that he would come and eat oh, at sure. all the time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yep. Love that stuff, Mike. Thanks, pal. Well, the thing. Oh, go ahead. You betcha. The thing about lacrosse is, you know, you count on Alaska and home, and you're probably talking about 
70, 80, 90,000 people all together. It still acts like a small town. People still say hi to you on the street and stuff like that. You know, I mean, yep. it, it's a great town. It's a I great, say, great place. I will tell people, if you ever get a chance, there are riverboat uh, trips. Matter of fact, they go from, from St. Paul, Minnesota, all the way down to New Orleans if you want to. But that area, when you go from La Crosse over to Dubuque, Iowa, have you ever seen Dubuque from the river? It's wonderful, a beautiful oh. town. Yeah. God, it's a beautiful. But that we are and, so lucky to have the Mississippi River. It's unbelievable. And you, you, you talk about bald eagles. Holy oh balls. yeah, everywhere near Wasika. I just but love. No, how- no I, I I listen to you while I carry mail, and and uh, it, it's it's great to. I, I get the Pioneer Press online that way I can cut out all the propaganda and just get the crossword puzzles and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, Good. I, 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 I get back to Wisconsin a few times, you know, and it, it, it's fun. Uh, Mike, stay in touch, pal, all right? I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Mike from Fairborn, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm, I'm not kidding you. If you ever get a chance to take that. Catherine and I took the boat trip from St. Paul down to St. Louis and mm-hmm. then flew back home. You can go. Because actually, south of St. Louis, the Mississippi's not that interesting. Mm, it's a lot of trash. Yes. It's not, not, not yeah. great. Yeah, because basically St. Yep. Louis muddies it up, and then it's just garbage all the way down to the Gulf. That's pretty much true. Yeah. But getting yeah. down to St. Louis, it's beautiful. Absolutely. And one of my favorite things, too, Wasika is where the Wasika Eagles uh, Center is. And they have all these eagle, eagles that have been wounded so they can't fly anymore. So they have them in the center, and there's this big glass wall. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And all the other eagles that are still outside fly by and look in all the time. Really? It's, they're looking in like, hey, suckers. Yeah, they're like <laughs> mocking them. All right. Idiots. Now, that's the one another thing that people need to understand, and I know it, you know, we might have a snowstorm come, but from spring, summer, and fall, if you don't travel around Minnesota, and I'm talking about from, you know, I've still never been to that, uh, what the hell's the name of the place that's way, way up north on the tip of Minnesota's point there? Grand Marais? Grand Marais. Yeah. Oh, I've never I been love there. Grand Marais. I heard that's phenomenal. It's gorgeous there. i got to get up there. Yeah, it, I mean, it's beautiful, and if you can time it right, I know it's, like, it's, breathtaking if you go when right in the fall like it's gorgeous that's what i've heard yeah pretty brutal if you go in january like if you yeah. go up to lutzen yeah. and go snowboarding <laughs> or something but it is it's but the rest but, of it awesome but you know lutzen's so fun because it's yeah. one of the more affordable where you can stay on the hill like good luck trying to stay on the hill in any other ski resort but like the way they haven't completely renovated every aspect where it's un- you know not affordable to stay actually right on like it's so fun up there. So you guys teasing me about Lutzen? I I went skiing once in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh one no! One time down the hill. Were you wearing jeans? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I made it all the way down the hill and fell over on the flat ground. That dude, that the, is how actually. How do you do that? It's flat ground and normal skis is hard. Apparently it is because I fell right on my ass. I made it down the down the hill just fine, but once I get in that flatland, boy, you try to pizza or French fry when it's when you're when it's time when it's time. It's like we'll that. Give it a run. Oh uh, right? yeah, yeah. You you did great. Thank you to everybody who's called in today and all the all the messages we're getting, yeah. all the postings that we're getting. Your people are incredible. The show's doing really well already. I ran into th- uh, uh, three people yesterday that are already listeners. They love it. And it. so thank you for all your support. And uh, that's going to do it for today, right? Absolutely, yep. yeah. We'll talk to you tomorrow, though. Tevin, what do you think? 
I think it was went great. I'm excited to be here next Wednesday as long as I don't get fired between here and then. Um, if you're still allowing me, I'll we're be gonna back. go ahead and meet you and I after the show. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> we get the hook. Man. We're gonna undiversify the show. <laughs> we're undiversified. Well, it's because you stole that car on your way over here. <laughs> we'll see if my car's still there. I hate that joke. I don't ah. even like that joke. Okay, I love you, Tevin. Talk Bye to you later. Bye. Lowe's. Weekending at Lowe's gives you and your family the opportunity to make us your weekend destination. Stop by for free workshops, events, and activities for everyone to enjoy. We're getting active with fun local events like our upcoming Lowe's Bucket Ball Challenge and Kids Workshop. Visit Lowe's.com slash events for our full event lineup. Count on Lowe's for all of your home improvement needs. And now, activities in your community with Weekending at Lowe's. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop. The threats would stop. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-364-9188. 800-364-9188. 800-364-9188. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Nissan has electric vehicles that excite. They've been perfecting the EV experience since 1947. They know you get an EV because it sparks your imagination. Testing their technology on the Formula E racetrack because they know you don't just get an EV because it's electric. You get an EV because it makes you feel electric. Head to your local Nissan dealer to check out the electrifying lineup and spark your imagination with a test drive of the Nissan Aria or the Nissan Leaf today. Nissan, EVs that electrify. Thanks for listening to the Tom Bernard Morning Show live stream. Did you miss something? Go to podcasts and listen anytime you want. Get the live stream or the podcast at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store. 